Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Tired Podcast That's Tired. How you doing? Keith <laughs> is tired again. I, I stayed up very late uh... watching Midnight Mass, and then oh. somebody knocked on my door to wake me up with like what? a surprise kind of breakfast, and I was like, no, I'm not ready. Oh. And, then I tried to... sleeping. Oh. and then I it's tried to go, thing. and I tried to go back to sleep, and it was taking, it took a long time, um, and I don't know what my number was at the end, how much I got. <laughs> I don't know what my I thought you were talking about a real a real midnight mass because those, those no, are things was, that happen. Uh, the it's the new show from the guy that did uh, Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. I guess he he dumped the uh, the naming scheme because it it he couldn't stretch it anymore. <laughs> Good for him, yeah. I guess. What that seems like a pretty easy naming scheme. How could you not stretch it? Uh, this one the does... haunting of your bathroom soap. The they... Haunting of your driveway. They could, I guess they could have call, called it the Haunting of Crockpot Island or whatever the fuck the setting is called. But yeah. I don't know if you it worked very well. The Haunting of Midnight Mass. The, uh, the, whole that reason that, the whole reason that happened was because the first one was called The Haunting of Hill House because it was an adaptation of The Haunting of Hill House. Although some people, I think it was arguably also an adaptation of another book, even more so. It was like kind of mashed together. But The Haunting of Blind Manor just doesn't even in any way reflect the name of the thing that season two was adapting. It was adapting it a completely different story with that had not even a similar name. But they want they clearly wanted to uh because it once again took place at a at a at a mansion, they're like, Oh, well uh we'll use the same naming scheme as as last season in our anthology and then they'll keep people recognizing that it's like the next the next story from the same people. But this time it's just like it's it just it's just midnight mass. <laughs> It didn't have ghosts? Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, as far as I've seen oh. so far, it doesn't have any haunting in it. Wow. What? Well, that's why it's not that's, called that's haunting misleading. in the place in the thing. It's got its own mm -hmm. shit going on, but it's not It's not a ghost story this time. Although it definitely, it, there's, there's, it kind of makes you think it might be for a bit. It's just, it's going places. I, um, I'm actually having a good time with it, but I'm also like, I can't tell if they're doing it on purpose where the show is like so predictable that it feels like they're like it's not just foreshadowing or hints it's like i feel like the show is just telling me what's gonna happen before it happens like it's so like i've been able oh, to boy. so blatantly guess what's going to happen next over and over again throughout the entire show from the beginning that i just i'm like taken aback by it and to some extent I've... i guess it's like a little bit of a testament <laughs> to the idea of like you know like some a story can be good even if you don't like even if it's spoiled already what's that sound that was me sorry andrew andrew playing the piano vaping <laughs> vaping the piano yeah it sounds a little tough <laughs> you have to play a key to like start the burner and then play another key to take a hit and then play another key to blow out vape the piano is <laughs> the, se the sequel to walk the dinosaur <laughs> oh no idea what i'm talking about so that means you guys have television I, obviously the problem it, here television Keith, is you just watch too much media if you watch less media then this stuff becomes less predictable stop watching stuff exactly and start i i sometimes it's just the act of not paying attention is the secret well uh, yeah, the the, oh, the majority pay, yeah. of the majority of surprises in media are like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. What happened five yeah. minutes ago? Oh, that's shocking. What's happening? Like it's like, otherwise, <laughs> it's really especially horror is really hard to try to like trick you into being shocked by anything because you're like, 
let me guess they're going to stumble upon something it's like we found something oh no what what hey i can't possibly be the bad thing <laughs> like i've had a variety so many... of, i've had a variety of playthroughs where i just blatantly guess like major story reveals sometimes with, sometimes with other people and sometimes just on my own but like i'll just really blatantly guess major things and sometimes the audience will even get mad about it like i'm spoiling it for them and i'm like i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know what's gonna happen but like these things are just really obvious just make, so they're following yeah. really specific tropes like is it really a prediction to say that the the voice of god character in a puzzle game will betray you <laughs> like at this point it's shocking when they don't do that that's uh that's like I just a that base recently. it's a base element of the genre is like you're being lied to about the basic premise of what's happening in the game and the person talking to you the whole game is probably the bad guy and mm -hmm. it's like, i think some uh, people just don't like to because to some people it's something that they probably were surprised or thought was really a good twist and so you being just like oh yeah that seems really obvious and dumb uh, like it's yeah, you know it, it, it feels disappointing when you're like oh I'm a, I'm just an idiot for not seeing such an obvious trope, and it's like you know you don't want to be rude, but like yes, <laughs> like these are most of these tropes are pretty obvious. Like if you don't notice them, it's you just don't watch enough stuff. You need to consume more media if you can't see these tropes coming miles away. No, it's the opposite moral of the story. Consume less media so that you can be surprised by it when you do consume it. I guess, but then just don't watch other people consuming the same media because you're going to be disappointed. Oh. <laughs> like oh yeah. That's I guess fair. that's why it's the chaos option to uh, just consume zero escape where it's just so incoherently written that it just d defies half of the predictions you could make because it's just fucking absurd. I can't I wait. I can't wait for when the episode goes public. That is the one that's just gnawing at the back of our consciousness for the last few months. Is it the one that I guessed with that comment that somebody was like, uh-huh, funny you should say that? I already forgot what that comment was. Yeah, I don't remember what that I don't, comment was. I'm not going to say it, though. But I yeah, I, 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 I'm mad, I was mad at that person, though. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, del I deleted their comment. after. I, I, I like, I, I kind of like... I deleted mine as well. Talk shit at them for doing that, but then I also deleted my comment and their comment because I just like, this is just spoiling it for people. So like, I literally for opened people, that yeah. playthrough with a rant about how pe when people like make guesses or predictions, people are like, ooh, in some stupid form <laughs> in the response. And it's like, yeah, you dumb motherfucker. You're just spoiling it. Like, even though and you're not literally, even though you're not, yeah, even though you're not literally saying the words of the spoiler, reacting in a, ooh, or like side eye or like, oh, funny, you should say that. <laughs> elbow to the ribs, elbow to the ribs, like reactions to like somebody saying something you're just telling them what happens in the game by doing that so like that person yep. was yep. just spoiling the game for you by responding like uh -huh. and it's like it's and it's like literally in the playthrough where i opened with a rant about exactly that behavior being so stupid and that's how quickly they forget and i'm like i'm so fucking frustrated with that person and anyone that behaves that fair. way it was episode 20-something, so it's like it's been 20-something hours. No, it hasn't, because the, the whole series is only 22 episodes long. Is we're it? And we're not there yet. Was it yet. not episode 20-something? No. Uh, it's not been I, that yeah. far. It's like halfway through the playthrough, and they're spoiling like the ending for you, probably. I don't remember what the fucking comment was now. Uh, there's obviously... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because it's Zero Escape, and they, 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 never, they never settle for having like a twist, uh, it goes... Had, yeah. 
it's just ass <laughs> like it's like and here's here's the it's always like here's the last few hours of the game time for 12 twists and you're like fuck eventually there's enough layered twists that you're like i don't even know what this means overall uh i think that's less <laughs> true for the zero time dilemma but more true for virtue's last reward where there was like so many layered twists in the final section that by the end you're like what how do these twists interact and what does that actually mean for the story like can i even follow what's happening anymore <laughs> that's wow. when things get really asinine uh I don't think I had trouble following what happened in Virtue's in Zero Time Dilemma. It's just, it's just the twist. Just, it's like the, it's like, it's it's the, it's the one two punch (laughs) where you're just like, oh god, there's another one. I I can't handle another one. I'm still dealing with the other one, and it was so much. Mm -hmm. How could you do this to me? Yeah. But then there's other ones you just fucking predict like immediately, and you're like, oh yeah, obviously. Let's not make this podcast about rambling about. Zero escape dilemma. That's every podcast. I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. Every time I'm not talking about zero escape, I'm actually talking about zero escape. <laughs> Man. People it's like how think- everything's a secret commentary on capitalism, but it's actually just zero escape. All com- all commentaries about capitalism are secretly it really, commentaries on zero escape. It really is. That's just how it's, it's the su- it. you gotta you gotta follow the subtext. Anytime there's ever a mistake in your life or kind of a disappointment or any kind of like horrible tragedy, it's just zero escape. Like it did that to you. <laughs> it's the of, reason uh, that happened. Speaking of critiques of capitalism, I watched Squid Game. I was a bit a little Squid late game? too. I uh, I don't know what that is. You don't know what Squid Game is? Mm. Why would it's I know a, what that is? It's a Korean is it an anime. It's a uh, no, but it's Korean. And there's your answer. <laughs> it's a Korean <laughs> death death <laughs> game. Okay, so like Battle Royale? Is it Fortnite? Uh, do they do any fl- like floss dances when they kill each other? It's more game showy, but with death. So, so it's like cube? a bunch of it's like Ken it's, it's like Kaiji. It's cube, yeah. It's actually a lot it's a lot like it's a lot like Kaiji. It's a lot like Kaiji. Oh okay. It's so much like Kaiji that if I talk about it, I'll have to rewatch all of Kaiji. <laughs> if I do like a video about <laughs> okay, it. Okay, talk about it. I'll have to rewatch all of Kaiji and I'll have to rewatch uh the it's circle. Not very long. It's pretty easy. It's two shows or seasons. Is a lot. There's no, a, a, one of the games. One of the games is just one of the games from Kaiji, basically. And you're like, oh, okay, here we are. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> you're like, you're like it's not the ex- rip off a Kaiji game. Come on. It's not like the exact exact thing, but it's like, when you see it, you'd be like, oh yeah, I know which one you. I I know which one you're talking about here. <laughs> the exact, like it has some of the same dynamics of why of what the it, people are doing and so on. Is it season but one or season two? Kaiji? Season one. What? Okay. Yeah, there's some there's some shit going down, but no, it's uh it's about poor people that are d- down on their luck and they're desperate and uh, and there's a uh, this predatory game that con- that tracks people and finds the most desperate people and gets them to join this game, and uh, little do they know that it's a fucking death game. Like they don't even know going in, so it's like fun surprises for everybody. And it's and it's just about the leveraging of class dynamics just all the way through about like how uh, how the rich use systems for the to make the poor compete with each other and view each other as the enemy when they're obviously not. And the various and the various tactics they use to divide them and so on. And just kind of a gross commentary on just like. Just the weird, distressing nature of game shows in general, even 
because they're they're pretty much all about like wow let's dangle this hope for over a bunch of lower class people what and, and this show made by rich people and and it's like wow oh, i'm sorry the word you were looking for was bodega i guess your dreams are dead now like <laughs> just the growth like I, I don't like i do not like game shows they're uncomfortable because of like the inherent like <laughs> The inherent monetary yeah. element of it that's just like distressing. It's just a lot sometimes, but that was a that was a fun yeah. show to watch, and it kept it kept making different points each episode, and it was like fun seeing the progression of it because it was a it was a an entire show instead of just a a, a standalone uh, movie. And uh, ah fuck, I'll have to rewatch three percent also if I talk about it. Fuck. Okay, Kaiji and 3%. Two, to go, many? two down, one to I go. I mean, Let's at some this. point... I had this like, idea where I'd be discussing these things and I'd be, like, glitching in and out of parallel, to, like, discussing of other similar media, but without acknowledging that I am. It's like the screen just, like... And then I'm, like, just, like, in a different video essay for a second. And, like, and it's, like, <laughs> an analogous because these things are all kind of t discussing the same things with, with different nuances and so on. They are pretty, yeah... There's I also watched it dubbed, so everyone games. gets to be mad at me. Oh, that's a mistake. I watched the entire thing. Dubbing is getting good. Dubbing is never going to get good. It's Sometimes getting, dubbing is that's good. That's a generous it's comment getting, to it, make. Uh, like, like, I didn't... I kind of knew this a little bit from what... But it's, it's, it's better than 3%, which I also watched dubbed. But uh, live-action dubbing has been improving, surprisingly. Because uh, I, I had... Until 3%, I had not experienced it until, like since like godzilla movies <laughs> so it's like it was like hilariously bad and like just nothing and i think i once watched battle royale with uh with dubbing because i was like wanting to show family it and they did not want subtitles and uh and yeah like but three percent was an improvement on battle royale if i remember correctly but like like squid game was way better dubbing than i'm used to from anything live action where i just kind of would forget i was dubbed for chunks of it basically and that was neat, but uh, it, I, I don't know. I, I still like I like dubbing for a lot of things because I like looking at like facial expressions and you know watching the show as opposed to kind of multitasking. I've I've gone I've already like processed too much about how like humans are just not nearly as good at multitasking as they think they are, and so like I I think that people inherently miss more reading subtitles than they think they do, just like how they think they can sneak a glance to their phone in the middle of a let's play and then everyone's waiting for them to say their line and uh, when 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 are they going to say their line should we say it? should we say something should we say their name Effie. Hey, hey, <laughs> andrew <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's i there i don't know i i spend a lot of time reading subtitles and watching something so i have a pretty good i, I don't really struggle to do that there are just there are times where uh if there's a lot of information happening on the screen, like sometimes there'll be like a lot of, uh, like well, a it's cell like phone let's, or it's a like let's play screen. stuff though. Or like if unless you're being judged in the entire time, you have no way of knowing how much you are and aren't missing. I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It's pretty but, uh, rare that I. But find people love to draw to lines through. to gatekeep over though and feel smug about, which is half the reason why it's an argument yeah. all the time. Like pineapples. I guess it depends. It's again. I, I think that I think the original language has a lot more, uh, a, a lot more context and a lot more. Which is useless is, if you don't don't speak it. <laughs> well, yeah. Which is why I don't. 
I mean, if, unless you're going to learn the language of every media you consume, then it's like it's useless. Like no, one of the one I of mean, the biggest problems I have with with the uh, subtitles is that like listening to the actor's performance doesn't work because they fundamentally speak differently than I do. It's not like a fucking word replace yeah, where they're just speaking an yeah. English script, but they're all gibberish words that are shuffled sounding, and but they can act the the, the English. Like, it's like, no, their entire sentence structure is different. Like, if I'm reading left to right on the subtitles, that doesn't match with, like, the sing-along <laughs> cadence of, like, yeah. the left to right of their words that they're saying out loud. So, like, I don't know what words they're emphasizing. All nuances of the performance are gone. So well, you're be you're basically yeah, better I off mean, a having good... a, a dub that tries to actually recreate the nuances of what you're supposed to get from it and hope that it's good. Because <laughs> reading subtitles, you can't read their... You, you can't understand oh. the nuances of their performance. All you know is that oh that that entire line sounded shouty and that entire line line sounded sad but like people put a people put a nuance into every word of their performance and that doesn't work when you're, the moment you're dealing with a language that literally structures their sentences completely differently from English so you do and genuinely can't follow how their how their speech works yeah and That's all the inflections and titles. Uh, I don't know. I think the <laughs> subtitles that, that recreate Japanese sentence structure with English words, and you just have to figure yes. out what the fuck it means. <laughs> uh, so there. So what will happen a lot of the time is that they will take uh, sentences and cut them in half, so you can only see one part of the sentence, yeah. which is the part that they're saying first, and then you see the second part of the sentence. And but sure, then, there's like what? some parts are missing because they're they're saying a lot of like the verbiage first, but it's still. No, they see the nouns uh, or first. The nouns though. first. That's, Sorry. They're saying that's like why the, the nouns that's why first, some, but still. You see a lot of the a lot of them going like me, that table, and then they don't finish the sentence. And nobody doesn't finish the sentence like that. <laughs> if you're not gonna finish the sentence, you're just gonna say, I sat down, and then you don't don't finish it. But of course it works differently in Japanese. It just I, I, I think there's like th there's like nuances like, that are important. Like the uh yeah. like it's interesting to know that like, oh shit. That character specifically is supposed to have an accent and so on. And it's like, well, I can't. I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to know he's supposed to have an accent if he's speaking Japanese or Korean or whatever in a show where everyone speaks Japanese or Korean. I'm not going to notice like, oh, that that's a that's a Pakistan Korean accent. Like, I won't. I can't fucking tell that. But if you if everyone's speaking English in the dub and then he's got an accent, it's like, oh, OK. So like, he is definitely not. He wasn't, he's not Which like is, uh, naturalized yeah. or like whatever the word is for like, is it naturalized? Yeah. Uh, he's not, the he's not a, he's not, a, he, did, he wasn't born in Korea. He specifically is problem, a, a recent immigrant. But again, subtitles can solve this problem by using half words to insinuate that they are speaking in like a, uh, this is like something yeah. Japanese I don't know how has this problem I, where. I don't know, I don't know how to, how, I, I would not know how to dictate a Pakistan Korean accent textually <laughs> like they how would, be, would you uh, they'd be, how would you they'd be saying that? words incorrectly well they do a lot but the problem is then they have those weird jokes that 999 has and it like well no 999 has terrible translation i would not use 999 yeah. as an excuse yeah. 999 <laughs> was translated by a bunch of fucking clowns with earmuffs on. yeah no it's, it's like yakuza that's the is the as far as I can tell, is like a gold standard of like they will just write yeah. a new joke if the old joke doesn't translate. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. It does it well, I feel it'll be like the right style or whatever. Like it'll be a new pun because you can't. Which just, is fine. I don't mind that. Of, I don't mind if like, you want to write uh, something else. Otaku means plan. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that from nine nine nine? No. Oh. 
just we, I made, I made, I've iterated. Oh, you've, <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I've done a crime. <laughs> I did. I, <laughs> Still, it's the uh, I, I, again, it's whatever makes it easier for you to consume content. I don't really care at the end of the day. Yeah. But the um, even if it's a language I don't understand, I always trust subtitles more. I always try to to watch it subtitled because I trust that more. No matter but what, there's just nuances you will just never get unless you just like find some Twitter thread or video essay yeah. that explains the thing that you could never understand. Like how there's one character that's a that's a refugee from North Korea in the South Korean show, and uh, both the subtitles and the uh, dub will in no way convey the fact that apparently she speaks with a North Korean accent, but she specifically only um. speaks that way around her brother uh in like the orphanage scenes but then in all the uh but she hides her accent throughout the rest of the show when she's around all the south korean characters and it's like all right well that's not trans. that'll never translate <laughs> like there's no way to fucking know that not unless you yeah, want to like again, do, is, pull one of yeah. those anime moves where everyone speaks like with a like ah the uh we're gonna make these characters arbitrarily speak like in the texan accent <laughs> and like oh she's not speaking with her texan accent <laughs> she must be hiding her <laughs> accent which is the thing that some anime does yeah yeah the, uh, uh, well like phoenix yes Ray. and no so like oh well, so J japanese actually has different accents um yeah different, that, pre yeah, different, different prefectures have different accents so. i understand that my point but my point is that uh, that was my example actually that's what i'm talking about but listeners won't be able to tell like most yeah, listeners won't be able to tell that yeah. unless you're like really deep down the fucking iceberg at some point that's why, the, but the, but the, you'll have like stuff like Phoenix Wright. Like yeah. I think I think the lady with the fro like speaks in a different prefecture's accent, and that's like the point. But the others like she's southern in the uh, in the in the English dub of English of, of English Wright of, of Phoenix Wright because they're <laughs> trying to get you. They're trying to give you the feel of her being from somewhere else, but without trying to be like here's a giant asterisk, and we got to explain she's actually from Hokkaido or whatever the fuck. And there's like there's context here that we have to explain for 30 minutes before you get, and then most people will skip it. But then you you even if you explain that, then you're like, wait, the Hokkaido exists in the world of Phoenix, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why what is it? this? The well, the I Phoenix mean, Wright setting is confusing. There's something. I think something's it's, it's going not on real, there. Is it? Well, doesn't yeah, Phoenix Wright like, take place in Japan? <laughs> does it? I I don't know. There's so much American I, stuff. I'm it feels sure. like a pretty sure phoenix right takes place in i think it, it takes, takes place, place in, japan. in japan but in the but in the translation it takes place in america and they just like oh. file the serial numbers off which leads to that incredible uh, uh awkward zombie joke of, of like eat your hamburgers apollo and they're, <laughs> and they're like sitting at the what? the american tonkatsu <laughs> in their robes and, they're, right. and they have like rice balls or something and, and like eat your hamburgers apollo <laughs> I fucking love that yeah, comic so much. I remember that. Oh my god. Which is funny because like Yeah, I don't that know. That DLC it's... was that DLC was weird though. The DLC, the DLC was right? so long. Yeah. The uh <laughs> yeah, the one where this um, this American setting has like this uh she's a sushi door-to-door -door bento person <laughs> and you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> All right? Yeah. I mean, they can't change the art much, so it's just, just going to be a sushi-themed character in this totally yeah, not-in-Japan game. 
and yeah the japanese version it's just a town in japan where in english it's in los angeles uh (laughs) which is yeah though uh yeah i didn't i never i guess i i didn't really think about the idea that like one of the main characters is from a like spiritual village but how the fuck do you translate that in english don't nope. okay cool that's great you just don't um, translate it at all that's the secret because <laughs> yeah like literally smart... right next to you is somebody in like spiritual robes and all that and you're like i mean honestly that's not that un-american <laughs> like the specifics obviously uh, no <laughs> but their home is their like home another, is literally yeah. like a spiritual village where there's like they are the head family of this village who are good at mediums and like they live in a really fancy, rich Japanese house. Yeah, I know, I know the specifics on, are different, like, but there's just the fact that it's just like, oh yeah, it's you know, there's a, there's there's plenty. Oh, this is a cold. There's, there's it's plenty fine. We have tons of like that here. <laughs> yeah, we're Make over like fl- a Scientology person. It's fine. No one will question you. <laughs> oh no, Los mm. Angeles, right? It's yeah. It's just, it's just part of Scientology. It's fine. Is Scientology more of a thing in Los Angeles? I mean, that's yeah. probably yeah. It's where the, all the money is. Oh, it's it's pretty blatantly just a grift to just just yeah. sap money from people and like oh where yeah. can we find the richest people to grift it's like oh well, there's just rich people here is it's it just, a grift this, i thought it's just like, like a tax scheme well that's what a, that's a grift uh, right the tax the dodging operation is still a grift especially if Maybe. people are putting time in it I mean, there's, like, fucked up stories about, like, indoctrination shit on a boat and, like, not being able to leave and stuff like that. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, but those are regular people. Yeah, but it's, like, it's beyond, beyond, like, just being, like, a, like, a, ha, we're just kind of cosplaying as a thing and, uh, and using the benefits or whatever. Or, uh, it's definitely not, like, the Church of Satanism, which people struggle to understand does not uh worship satan because it doesn't believe in they don't believe in satan uh that's not what satanism is there's, there's no, a satan, satanism does believe in the church of satan they're not satanists wait they're the, they're the does, church, the of, church satan. of satan aren't satanists no uh, no I don't, i'm not too informed so yeah they're uh they're from my understanding from what i've heard they're basically just a progressive organization mm. that like masquerades as a as a religious order or something. Mm-hmm. Stephanie Here, would talk about it for you, a long time. I'll give you a handy reference link or a reference sheet. There you go. Thank you. Educate yourself. That's yeah. a lot of Z's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the, uh, the kids quick reference guide to Satanism. We we're saying all the words today. This is going to be a super demonetized nah, episode. Doesn't care about that. Did we you, haven't said the word. Did you uh, see? Calm down. Of the word. Don't have a gamer moment. Did you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a gamer, guys. I don't have a gamer moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> did, you, did you see how YouTube is now apparently going to ban all content that is from gamers? Uh, Finally, thank God, <laughs> peace will restore to the internet. No, the. I, I should look it up and just say it outright. It's uh, all misinformation about COVID. I think it's anti-vax in general. Yeah, that stuff make that stuff wow, makes me nervous. Not really? Because, it's only not like... because of like the goal, but because like it's going to be done algorithmically, and you just know someone's channel is going to get like deleted that where they're and they're like, what? My problem. My How problem the, is that why the big you channels think that wait a are second. actually. 
Like, that can't be right. It's it's 2021. The that means they've the let this information go around for like two years without being contested. Are, yes, is, is that yes. safe? I think that might have been too late now. I think they've kind of been it's too, not too late. late just, to get, the, just the announcement that their algorithm this. is going to like try to in any way uh, like moderate COVID misinformation the same week that like fucking I can't believe you've done this was taken down for like violence or whatever. It's like makes me fucking nervous. <laughs> I'm like, I do and not. I don't know that what happened there. What is the? I can't believe you've done this. There's just some old meme video where I don't even remember the fucking video that well anymore. But I just remember the reaction was the guy being like, I can't, I can't believe you've done this. And it's just like a silly short. I think it's a short video, like less than a minute mm. or something. I don't remember. Yeah, it's like a skit. Just like a short yeah. skit. And it's video. like it's just a like, really old video at this point that people just know, and it was taken down this weekend. Uh, I believe for violent content. Yes, mm. it's just like, and it was appealed what? and still failed. It's just a big old case of what the fuck. But uh, apparently, yeah, yeah, they appealed it and it was still, and, it was, and then it was rejected. Which just once again just reminds machines. you that like nobody actually looks at your appeals on YouTube. It's just another layer yep. of bot or something. Like I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> The fancier version of it is so it goes to a funnel. Yeah, it says you yeah. you get flagged by a robot. You say this isn't right. And another robot goes, no, I think that robot's right. And then you can go, yeah. all right, I swear to God, this robot like if this video is flagged, <laughs> then I'm taking it to the head honcho. And the head honcho goes, I'm also a robot. <laughs> yeah, or it's like a I mean, yeah, it's the, like a computer bank in I've India never seen of like overworked people that just kind of glance at it and be like, I don't know, probably. And they just have a gut reaction without looking at that yeah, much into your content me, as somebody that like when, just has to process a billion videos. Tell me when it was the last time that you heard of a Joe Rogan video being taken down and then. I mean, Joe Rogan's not on YouTube, really. It is. It, he is. Kind of. They upload like some highlights or whatever, but like he, uh, um, he moved on to Spotify like a while ago. That was the big story. I know. I know. I know. Spotify, yeah. Spotify bought him out. So they just upload highlights to YouTube every now and then. Uh, Basically, just as an ad to go go to Spotify. Mm -hmm. Man, imagine paying money for that guy. Yeah. Or yeah, I remember I I listened to his (laughs) podcast in like 2012 or something when I was in college. Like I tried it because it was just popular, and I was like, "Oh, it's the the Fear Factor guy. I want let's try that guy out or whatever." Because I was just like in my my podcast awakening or whatever, uh, and feeling more and more time for my commute. And part of it was funny that he was just like the first person that I knew that had a lot of ads for like sex products and things. And uh, it was like Mm. back and forth between like a masturbatory AIDS and like brain fixing, like brain super pills, (laughs) like that kind of shit where people are like, oh, it's my my pill. That's the pill that makes you really smart or other all those other. There's a word for it. Nootropics, the fucking nootropic at nootropics ads that are just like brain homeopathy. Uh, so he's like back and forth uh, rapidly no. between those. That, that was every this... ad was like masturbatory AIDS and those. And it's like, I wonder what his audience might be like, but his just, the, the episodes weren't very good. So I didn't, I only listened to like two. Why is it called masturbatory AIDS? They're sex toys. No, no, they're. Well, no. I mean, those, I mean like literally masturbatory AIDS as in like you use them That's to jack off. That's what sex toys are. Well, they're I, masturbatory AIDS. Yeah, but there's a specific act that is evoked when you say masturbation, especially when you're definitely an all-male audience so it's more I know, specific I know. I'm, all I'm it's, saying it's, is that it's the a venn name diagram itself, where one circle is completely inside the like, other one 
It's like in The Witcher. That's just called sex. Geralt doesn't. Can't, can't it's, lie like, to me. it's like in The Witcher. <laughs> Geralt doesn't pick. Geralt doesn't pick flowers. He picks herbs. It's different. <laughs> he's, not, he's not picking flowers. It's the same thing. I, he doesn't have I think sex that's a toys. Translation I don't know he has if, masturbatory aid. I don't know if people are saying masturbatory aid instead of sex toy because it's like more masculine or anything. I, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure masturbatory aids is a more embarrassing phrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just call it whatever the thing is. Because sex toys, well, like, sex toys implies that you are you are wanted and active and you are adventurous. And masturbatory aid sounds like. You're in front of your uh, computer alone. Yes. I when you type it when you type in masturbatory aids, it just comes up with sex toys as I'm the not, first result. I'm not gonna <laughs> type in that. So I think they what? Oh I think, right, like I the think internet's the, like, gonna judge me at this point. Like it's good. <laughs> it's, luck. Not about judging. it's not about judging, it's just I don't want I don't want the, the, the suggestions that come out. Don't don't you want more correct for you don't want your Facebook to be oh. full of like <laughs> special I don't, ads Facebook, yeah. I don't have any yeah. ads in my on my internet, so I don't know what I, I can it can I think block it, a lot of I ads want. as well. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I saw an ad. I think it was probably like on accident. There's yeah. a special adventure <laughs> can, you can go can on when you're on Twitter where you just you just keep blocking every ad one by one. And these, oh, I do and, that all the time. Yeah, but like it'll 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 still serve you ads, but it'll just It'd get more and more insane. weird. <laughs> They're gonna be completely <laughs> promoting you, tweet the tweets with one like. Yeah, you start getting ads. They're just more and more like esoteric and strange because like every single ad that like has real money behind it, you've already blocked all of those companies. So you're not getting any Ritz crackers. So now it's time for that's some a, weird shit. That's the real end game of Twitter. When all yes, of your the ads final just... boss is when you is the phone you've blocked the final ad. Twitter has been better. Uh, I think it, they made the interface a little bit better for ads recently because it used to be that the uh, promoted bit showed up on at the bottom of the tweet rather than at the top, and now it shows up at the top. It, it shows promoted right at the top, so it's really easy for you not to actually look at promoted tweets if you just see the promoted and you're immediately drawn to the block button. But it used to are be. You, oh, do you scroll? I, I, I scroll in the opposite direction on Twitter. Oh, I scroll down. I'm always I'm always yeah. scrolling up like I'm catching up or something. Either way, it doesn't if matter I, much because it just will randomly skip at at one point, and you'll like fair. you'll, yeah, you'll be like, "Where I, was I?" And then uh, that's why I scroll down. Yeah, yeah. it but also will do that the, bullshit where it, instead of being it, it'll just start looping the same tweets over and over again. Like, are you sure you don't want to yeah. interact with that one? It's like, no, I already saw it. <laughs> the fuck. No, no, it, it'll loop even if you interact with them. That's the thing. <laughs> it'll just do the, show tweets that I already liked. I don't there's also, there's also like part of me that kind of still wants to look at a tweet after I've interacted with it. But like mm -hmm. the moment you interact with a tweet and then hit the back button to like go back to your timeline, it's the same you timeline, but you literally watch that tweet disappear. <laughs> and it's like, wait, it <laughs> this is gone. But that was the stuff I liked. What if no. I wanted to what if I wanted to look at the picture again or something? Like whatever the fuck. Yep. Like it'll just take it away because you responded to it and it just decides that means that you it doesn't you don't you shouldn't have it in your life anymore. <laughs> Twitter's a weird That's it. platform. We got all of we wanted from you. What I was gonna say is that I, after a while, after when Twitter would just point the promoted bit at the bottom instead of the top, after a while, I developed this sixth sense where I'm just scrolling through my uh, timeline and then I see this tweet and I'm like, mm, promoted alert. That's it. And I look at the bottom, promoted. And it happened every time. Every time I see some, uh, mm -hmm. I, I like. It. There was a point where I just could tell every time. No, no problem. And I, Twitter would never fool me. And these days it just gave up and still, they tell me outright.
Should be as obvious as possible. Otherwise, it's just fucking weird. Be Twitter's like got its own weird shit going on where it'll just be like stuff will just show up in your timeline. Yeah. It's just like topic, and it's like why do you want? Why do I want to watch that topic? I'm not following. The that other topic. day I got suggested. It's not even. It's not a person. It doesn't even make the claim that like somebody I follow liked it. It's just like ah, this topic. We're just gonna throw it at you. The other day, I got a suggestion for a topic, adventure, follow topic adventure. And who was it? Was the husband of a person I follow just talking about the person I follow? And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, that isn't, I, I mean, just, I actually ended up following them because they're, they're funny. They're a comedian. But uh, still, it's uh, it's weird. Why did you think it was adventure? Yeah. So the, the increasing desperation and weirdness of the of the behaviors of Twitter I guess it has to do with like the, uh, I don't remember if you said this, so sorry if you're the one that said this to me or if I saw it from the conference Blank somewhere else, me. but the, uh, there's this idea that like apparently Twitter just kind of stopped growing, so now they're just mm. like trying to endlessly milk engagement through increasingly uh, desperate and sometimes just toxic approaches to just get trying mm. to get the people that are on it to engage with it more and more because nobody is joining Twitter. It's like Twitter yeah, is over. That, that wasn't. That yeah, wasn't Facebook is the same but... problem. Facebook has already reached this yeah. magnum opus. The problem yeah. now is trying to retain all of these people from leaving to other platforms, which is why they keep buying other platforms because they're trying to like keep the ecosystem alive. Where it's like, well, we bought Instagram, so that way, like, at least people when when they leave Facebook, they just go to Instagram. Thank God. Like, but... <laughs> yeah, like we already went. We already went to like all young people moving to Instagram, then all young people moving to TikTok and or Snap or it was Snapchat, then TikTok. And it's just like it just keeps going. Like there's no Yeah, young the, the, people it doesn't it never it, them. it never loops back. They're not gonna be like, oh now no. the young people are going to Twitter again. It's like uh the rage nah, platform never, that I grew up hearing was horrible. Never doing that. I mean it's not the, the Snapchat and <laughs> all the embarrassing all the embarrassing AMC shows have hashtags in the corner. I'm pretty sure I don't want to join Twitter. I'll be like them. <laughs> Wait they do that in television? They have hashtags in the television yes, show? Yes, every oh, fucking television show like has a them. a decade yes. ago. Oh my <laughs> live, god. Live television has hashtags on the screen. And like, as oh, the yeah, commercial live television break starts, as the commercial yeah, break yeah. starts, they'll like tell you to like tweet about the show and stuff like that and be part of yeah. the live experience, which is like, oh, in no. its way, fucking, if you're on the West Coast, it's a hilarious thing. Because it's the worst idea. Because if you go on Twitter, it's all spoilers because everyone else already watched the show. Oh, yep. no. It's such a bad idea, too. Like, yeah, every, you could do, uh, everybody you could check do like, it hashtags. Out. You could do hashtag Squid Game, for example. And you'll be able to see all the spoilers for Squid Game. Yeah. Um, wow. You could do you could do any, like, football games, sporting events also have hashtags. Uh, yeah. But that makes the, uh, sense, though, right? Because if you're, especially if no. the commentator team like gets feedback, like uh, that happens in Formula One. It always, it has always happened since I've started watching. <clears throat> excuse me, is where commentators will just take comments from people, um, and just you know, tweet at us or or call us. In the, back in the old days, they would do that here in Portugal. The the commentator team didn't have a a uh, for Formula One. I'm talking Formula One here. Uh, our commentator team didn't have people on the on the circuit, so they just watched the FIA feed, the like the general feed that goes to every country, and they just commentate over it. So there was a lot of things that they couldn't talk about, so they had to fill up, fill up time, and they just take calls in the middle of commentary when whenever <laughs> like before the race or stuff like that. It um, and I mean, and the the F one teams these days do that for Twitter. racing they, commentary. Especially sounds for so boring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
His wheels are spinning. He is going approximately 47 miles an hour. He has made a left turn. Like there's there's a lot of constant strategy. The problem, like some races can be boring because nothing changes. Like if you say, oh, (laughs) yes, Um, um, like if if there's a situation where, oh, this person is catching up and they're in better tires or whatever, and you explain what's going on. And then 10 minutes after, it's still the same thing. That's boring. But a lot of like a lot of uh, F1, not so much, but a lot of other categories, they're always interesting because you're going to be talking about who this driver is what they do or where they came from there's so you can fill the dead time with that but there's a lot of action especially in lower categories f1 is just bad because the cars are too wide and heavy and fast i i don't know i really i i always think back to like i think horse races and Horse races must really... be amazing. You start shouting at the beginning what? and then when it's done you shout you can you, you stop shouting that's it is it amazing? <laughs> I don't really. I I don't pay attention to anything. Nobody so understands horse, anything you're saying, the, and or pay, or he's paying attention exactly. So yeah. with horse races, all that matters is the outcome. It doesn't matter exactly. what's happening during the race. It doesn't matter before the race. <laughs> Nothing matters except for the outcome. And so well, be- before the yeah. race, you just do the math and you go like, okay, statistically speaking, this person's probably going to win, so it's probably best to put money on them, and then. That's it. Then you move on with your life and you don't like they say like this is the race happening. You go, okay, cool. I'll keep this in mind. So let me hear what happens at the end. But like there's a guy yelling at you about like which horse is coming out of the bed and then they're coming out of the bed. It's like, I don't care. That's the one. Yeah, I'm just just here for the just tell me who wins. Like, wake me up. It's it. I don't think it's horse racing is a a fantastic sport because it's I think it's um, until you hear about how they treat the horses. Oh, no, it's terrible. It's awful. Absolutely. But it's just so it's basically this only conversation is very funny because you guys haven't watched squid game oh is there a horse rest horse race bait betting in there probably i mean that's probably well it, it opens with a it opens with a horse race as like for theming for obvious reasons oh yeah and then and then you're like so horse racing is a great sport <laughs> as long as you don't think about how they treat the horses and i'm like no no yeah, i that's, was gonna uh, say it's it, like there it is that's squid game <laughs> that's i was the, i was gonna say you're just quoting it's only squid game up, practically it's uh, only propped up by game you stole that thank you very it's much. really funny because it, I, I was gonna first, say that, i want my royalties i'm not yeah i mean it's not, i'm not saying any of his original ideas squid game is so yeah. It's standing on the, the shoulders of an entire genre. But it was just like, this is so weirdly specific. <laughs> yeah. Just got there organically with no prompting from the person that actually watched the show. <laughs> to just end up talking about yeah, it on yeah. accident. I don't know. It's uh, <clears throat> it's it's funny. Sports are, sports commentary is always funny to me. It's always like a... It, fe- it feels like it was a lot more necessary back in like radio days. Where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah you know, like, when no one can it. see what the hell's happening. But now that we have, like, <laughs> yeah. television, I mean, I guess blind people probably need commentary so they know what's going on. But yeah, outside of you being, having a disability that requires the no, narration happening. Do people actually like, look at the television, though? Like, even for, it doesn't I mean, matter what sport it is. What the hell are people, you doing? I think a lot of people consume what? sports the way they consume Let's Plays, which is that they just multitask <laughs> the whole time, and then they look at the screen when that. something exciting sounding happens. I do that. Absolutely. IMSA like Racing they, is a fantastic channel on YouTube. Like you go and watch them. They're just waiting for us to raise our voices. You're not they supposed have to watch every week. the go sports? Ahead. It's like hours and hours, of all, all online. You can just watch cars go around all day. And it's just the sounds of motors in the background as you program <laughs> or do whatever. 
we spend way too much money as taxpayers to make these giant like audacious fucking hideous stadiums to fit all of these dumb people in them and you're telling me people don't watch the fucking game what's the point <laughs> yeah. just gonna I mean, make I, a stupid football field in the, the back of a goddamn... the stadium i imagine people in the stadium watch more than the people on tv they probably but, are but most well, of the god people, i hope but, so but most the of the people are, are watching on tv <laughs> Yeah, on TV you're like having dinner or talking with your friends or and like TV is a better to way bathroom. to experience most sports because this in the stadium you can't see shit. Well, it's like that's also true, but like you're why, just there to you just there to know that you were there. It's like watching Actually, a, it's like being at a concert that, instead of watching a music video. Do you really think that, Keith? To an extent, well, yeah, yeah. It's really hard to see a lot of sports in a, in really? a stadium compared to via the cameras. I've only been to stadium, like to football stadium. I mean, soccer, whatever. The a, a couple of times, so like a real proper high, big league. I mean, if you're watching football. baseball, they have to. You have to be told whether or not they caught it. <laughs> uh, but in football, it's, it's way so, the fuck over there. How the fuck do so you like, see it? Football is easier, I think, in 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 person. And then you got I these races where you just can't see most of the course. One of the funniest oh, the ones. Are, one yeah, of the funniest things yeah. is a. Uh, is every form of like country race where it's like you just see like a turn <laughs> country race you, you mean like cycling those are the worst or like just, or like it's motor, like 200 like, miles 200 there's kilometers also like, of there's a also race. like car and motorcycle races that are on tr paths instead of in yeah a, they're in like NASCAR yeah, wooded areas and you're like all and right bye like, you just hang out that is cool hear the big vroom yeah. at one turn and then uh, you and get hear you, you get told face. via like a, a newsletter a week later who won <laughs> yeah because you sure as fuck aren't gonna check... see it in person you check it you check it on your phone it's fine rally <laughs> so watching is, the... is fun <laughs> so you, most of it's just you not being there yeah but like you, you see need, the cars it's, it's up a, close it's though. a tool assisted speed watch it's, uh, <laughs> it's easy to it's easy to underestimate just how little everything is on television even if you have a huge ass what? television yeah, everything is small. Like in person, it's just enormous. Everything is right there. You mean, you mean like how like, big the well, room like, is and stuff? It's like a, it's a car. It's not. It's yeah, not like, like a, a clown car. I don't think. No, no, like it's a bunch saying, of like... no. What I'm saying is like the the impact it has on you. I think uh, I I started talking about football specifically because it. I I really well, saw. That's the thing a is like difference. people go to concerts and watch uh, sports for like a series of emotional feelings that are that too. beyond the that actual. Too observing of well, the sport i mean there are sometimes that like in a concert yeah. for example you get a performance on top of the music that you wouldn't get just listening to the music i guess you could technically watch a music performance concert if they have that if they've recorded that concert but literally every fucking football game's recorded every football game has yeah, like but i think seven person... eight nine fucking cameras one of them just flies across the fucking field while the they ball's even, running they like, even you draw can, lines you can... I was like, I was really impressed the first time I <laughs> yeah. noticed that they have like CG now in like sports they that do. like help yeah, communicate yeah, information. Like, like, oh, here's yeah. the, <clears throat> here's the whatever the fuck line that it's called that everyone's going to group at in in, in the football. Off-site, off game. I don't, know what, I don't know what football whatever. is. Yeah, and I, and I mean our football. <laughs> oh, that one I have no. It's like a line American that's football. like where everyone's going to gather. It's like where the where the ball dropped last round or whatever it's it is. Start, that's it, what it is. Yeah, it's not the, a touchdown. I know that's not... I don't know, to that, know that that's wrong. I believe that's I the starting line. It's just called the starting it. line? Yeah. You're talking, about where they, you're talking about where they all crouch over and they're like... Hut, hut, yeah, it's where every play starts. Yeah, yeah that's the starting yeah, line. Because it's where the last play stopped because the ball hit there. It's uh, just stuff like that. 
Yeah, it shows you where like first downs <clears throat> yeah. are. It shows you um shows you like which side. So uh they'll do CGI for the um for the actual goal and they'll tell you like which goal belongs to which team and they'll show like which side they're from. Uh it's a lot better to watch it on TV. Like watching football live know, is just not a fun experience. I mean, maybe American not American football. football, football American football soccer. is not fun to watch live. It's way more fun to watch on a television because you, you the, get way more information. You could get popcorn at home. You could get you could get better and cheaper hot dogs at home. I'm telling you right now, there's nothing a stadium offers you. the authentic experience of paying one of a, a nightmarish, cartoonish, How much money? seemingly How much money yeah, false I, amount of money for stadium food. So yeah, so stadium food is always going to be like movie like, theater food, but yeah, worse. it's like movie, yeah. which is impossible. <laughs> They'll sell you like a hot dog for like eight bucks, and yeah. it's stupid. Eight like, bucks fuck a hot dog. Yes, because yeah. of, oh how do you think they make their money? God. They're not making their money any other way except you buying stupid concessions. It's fucking garbage. No one. I That's hate stadiums. Incredible. They're dumb. They're a huge waste of money. Just like make people go play football in the middle of a field somewhere. I don't give a shit. Those were the days. <laughs> Those were the days. God. Well, so, yeah. I wish we could go back. It's so fucking expensive to get food at any. At any venue, concert or sport or theater, the, which is like the worst part <laughs> is, is that uh, you always like ask for like two things, like a bag of candy and like a soda or like a popcorn or a hot dog or something, and then the bucks. fucking price is like twenty bucks at the theater. Yeah. You're like, who the fuck <laughs> are Christ. you? Disney really raked you guys out, huh? Jesus Christ! Like, like and at least theaters are nice because theaters you can definitely just sneak food in, but. Uh, uh, stadiums are a lot harder to sneak food in. Uh, they usually have like Why? actual checkpoints because they have. Oh, they have checkpoints because That's everything right. changed in fucking history but in the two thousands. So, so everything sucks now. Like every time you go to a <laughs> concert, anytime you go to a well, I'm saying like concerts, stadiums, all that stuff oh, has right, checkpoints, the, uh... security checkpoints, and they like make sure you don't bring anything, no food, no water, no clothes half the time, and like just keep it all out. <laughs> And so, you know, a movie theater doesn't give a shit. A movie theater's like, look, please come in here. God, just somebody show up here for fucking sake. I don't care what you do. Just take more it. Than more ever before. Yeah, they're yeah. like, you could bring a whole fucking McDonald's in. I don't give a shit. Just come watch a movie, please. <laughs> so, like, movie theaters don't hassle you if you bring stuff in. But uh, I'm always a but little surprised that they never introduced, like, scanning things for your tickets on the doors. Because getting I'm in sure the they don't do that go anymore. anymore. I'll steal a goddamn movie ticket before oh. I pay reasonable prices for movie tickets. Who the hell are they you? They do that here in Europe. They scan the, the ticket. You you put the ticket in the machine and that's it. Oh, that actually happens? Yeah. yeah. In the, Uni in the oh. United States, as far as I've ever seen, oh. there's at most, like, there's the concessions room and then there's the opening to where all the theaters are. And there's, like, one teenager that's, like, will, like, glance at your ticket and be like, oh, yeah, go left or whatever. And so you're like obviously oh. expected to have a ticket to go past them, but afterwards yeah, you can just usually... hang out all day and watch movies. Like <laughs> if you never leave. Oh yeah, that but... happens. That happens here as well. But like you, you have a t you need to pass the ticket to pass the like the. Yeah, I've seen four movies or... the same no, day no, before. So, so there is a person. <laughs> so bathroom, once you get the, into the, the movie, the, the secret is the bathrooms on that side of the ticket checker. So yeah, exactly. You're fine. Yeah, so, you, so the idea here is like you can't just walk into the movie theater. You have to have a ticket. To get past mm -hmm. the initial uh, gate, so right. you have to take okay. a movie. Yeah. You have to go to the front, buy a movie ticket, go into the building, and they say, "Give me your fucking ticket." 
You give them the ticket, and then they're like, all right, welcome to the amusement park. Just go fucking watch whatever movies you want. Buy some concessions, please. And honestly, they're not even the checking that hard. Like, if they're busy enough, like, you could probably just walk by while they're with somebody else, and yeah, like, they won't even most notice. Most of it is an honor system, they'll, and they'll honestly, just assume at the end that of the you're, day, like, going back. Yeah, I worked at a movie theater for, like, a year. And um, no one's paid enough to care. <laughs> no one's paid enough to care, I guarantee you that. Also... Uh, but that's a bad thing i'm also i was also not paid enough to give a shit whether you're in the military how mad do you you have to be to be the guy that like sells concessions all fucking day and like every single individual uh sale with anybody for concessions is more than you're being paid that hour (laughs) and you're definitely processing like a hundred people or more (laughs) it gets so (laughs) boring it is not a good feeling It is so boring selling concessions. That's the like popcorn, the food. Oh, those things. Uh, we, yeah, we call it the concession stand. Oof. Um, it's it is Oof. very boring. To it's work a concession there. to is... the concept of capitalism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, uh, my favorite, the only good position in a in a movie theater is cleaning. Cleaning is the best position to be in. You don't interact with people. You just get to <laughs> sit there, mind your own business, clean your stuff up, wait and... for various movies to empty. Yeah, you just get to sit there and watch the end of a bunch of movies because you're just waiting <laughs> for movies to end. And so you get to know how a lot of movies end so you could like ruin someone's day by spoiling it. Um, it's I remember just, reading it's people really mad about Marvel tell... movies because they make everyone... St- the Marvel yes. movies leave everyone staying after the credits. And it they're like, we just want to clean the fucking room when you're not leaving. It, that's, that's why they started doing... So, okay, so before uh, Marvel came into existence and ruined everything, movies just like... <laughs> ended and you would get up and you would leave the moment you see the credits going because no one wants yeah. to read the credits because no one cares about what the work you did and so you can check it up on, then, on imdb yeah and so then marvel came along and said you know it'd be really funny if we tricked people into watching credits uh <laughs> the and longest then credits ever too yeah yeah by the way longest credits ever we tricked them into watching credits and they can watch a little thing that we filmed at the end of the movie where none of the actors actually give a shit um and people care about like that a, a lot uh, it got like so a, bad um, no. that movies now, if you go to a movie theater, you will know if it has an end credit scene because they'll turn the fucking lights on when it doesn't. They turn the lights oh. on to get you to recognize, yeah. get the fuck out of the movie theater. We don't want you here anymore. Leave. Because if they turn the lights on, that can disrupt your ability to watch the movie, which would only happen if there's nothing left to watch. I'm going to talk about how like the uh, yeah. we've hit the level where now it's like, you sit you sit in that fucking theater for so long that you have like the like bars closed moment essentially where you, you all the credits finally dry up the last fucking scene airs and then the lights turn on and you're like oh i'm still here <laughs> oh no you know what i did that for the lord of the rings return of the king i watched it on uh opening night and i stood there until the very last credit and it did like a weird thingamajig at the end it's like sitting in a theater for so long that like it gives you the Netflix pop-up of like, are you still here? <laughs> and you're like, stop asking me. You're making me feel bad about myself. Ah, movies. Kids these days don't know, won't know what movies are. <laughs> they only know that uh, fuck, Quibi. It's from the before times. <laughs> Yeah, kids, kids these only days know have to... Quibi now. <laughs> oh God! No, no, what the I think, hell? I think I think Quibi already went out of business. Too late. <laughs> of course it did. Uh, it was like two weeks after it came out. 
Well, all you kids near quibs. When I was uh, when had, back in my day, we had worse. to walk up both hills up upstate in order to see that one meme. <laughs> You've got your quibbies now. <laughs> I would ask my grandmother to bring one meme or two from the f summer camp. That my I'm definitely. I mean, I'm. I definitely will tell children uh, absolute lies about how to access the internet back in the oh, day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely going to lie about that. Like, back in the day, oh, in yeah. order to get the internet, we used to have to, like, beat the shit out of the local hog and get him to run fast enough to get the DSL <laughs> to, like, yeah, That's to get the even DSL unbelievable. to, to send. <laughs> it is kind of That's... unbelievable, the idea that everyone in the village goes and beats a hog to get internet. That's not even... No. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff like we had to write a letter to the president and he would send us a tape and then we'd put the tape in our, our AOL install disk. <laughs> Back yeah, well, in the yeah. day, in order to access Wikipedia, we had to write a letter to the president and ask him what uh, what information happened on a specific day and time. And he'd write us back, none of your business, and we'd have to just endure that for it. I like the time. idea of of implying that AOL installed discs, like just the reverse, the reverse psychology of it being like a prestige thing you had to work for as opposed to a thing you couldn't avoid and it was like inescapable and they were always arriving. Like It's like the fucking scene of Harry Potter where all the letters come through all the windows and pouring through every single fucking wall. It's like inescapable. But that was just every everyone's actual real life experience with AOL discs in the mail just coming at I, you I, aol is a very like is a very unique interesting time like I, i'm thinking back now and i'm remembering that like every fucking coffee shop every like any place that you could like any place you could put a tip jar there would be a fucking aol disc spot there <laughs> like i think aol made more discs than any other product has ever been made on the human planet <laughs> i think they're just I, I don't think you could ever top it there I, I remember there being discs fucking everywhere they were like just yeah just it was absurd it was absurd because it's a one-time install like you just need it once <laughs> god well that's the thing people... that's that's the thing though it's like the uh uh back then <clears throat> and there's like a thing to have to explain to kids is like back then they used to sell hours <laughs> like how like how yeah. much internet you used yeah. like time wise was like a thing so like you the were fucking AOL disk is be like here's 200 hours of internet to get you hooked so you pay for the next hundreds of hours of internet because like how long you were on the fucking internet was like a thing to worry about it's so I remember something I I did this was back in 56k times but something I did not for very long because I didn't have a computer but I did in my cousin's house is I would learn how to navigate a website very fast or as fast as I could. And then I would actually browse it and read it and look into the things in offline mode. So we just show <laughs> the cached version. So I could just like for five minutes, it, it would it would be on the call because internet, you know, dial up is literally you're dialing up, dialing up a number. <laughs> and, um, and that's why the minutes an entire from. game facts. Oh, oh, I, I have, did that. I still well. have a. I still have a binder full of printed up uh, cheat codes. Yeah, it, I did that for a no, bunch I, of I games. printed out an entire uh, game facts for a Dynasty Warriors game that showed how, that explained in great detail how to unlock every single character. Champ. It was like Champ. dozens yeah, of that's, pages. That's, that's a problem yeah, that right there. If you if you haven't I, done that, you're not a 2000s kid. I did. <laughs> I, I I had the opposite where like I just I mean I, I never had issue accessing internet until my parents got oh. home. Because you just, I would just go downstairs and unplug the phone from the wall. 
So then no one could call the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you just have free reign, right? It's, I mean, it, granted, no one could leave you voicemails, but that sounds like somebody else's problem, not mine. Yeah. Um, and besides, who, who would leave voicemails? Salespeople? It's, it's, it's the phone. Yeah, I mean, it was either, it was either salespeople or PG&E telling us they were going to shut our power off because it's one of those blackout days or whatever. Oh, crap. And, Did you live uh, in Texas? What? <laughs> Where did, you, what, did you have a lot of blackouts growing up? Um, no, not a lot, but they're like during major storms or like if it was going to be a, oh. a bad season or whatever, sometimes they just call you in courtesy calls. They're like, just a heads up. We're not going to do our job. So prepare for no, in- for no in- electricity. <laughs> and you're like, nice. oh, okay, cool. Thanks guys. <laughs> how- they wouldn't tell us at all. It was just shut it down. That's it. That's about how California power do. They're just going to be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, today we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Until Smud existed, and then Bye. PG was like, "Wait a second, that doesn't make sense. You guys do your job. That's not fair. You're making us look bad." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, can we get Smud?" No, this is a PG&E me, environment. It's like, okay, let me cool. ask you. A, is, let me ask you a question. How many people do you think AOL employs today? Uh, Five hundred. Mm. <laughs> that's so many. Is mm. it? Is that a lot? It, is AOL even an active internet provider? Yes. Yeah, AOL still makes money. They're okay. owned by Yahoo, as far as I, I know. I thought they just did something else now, as like somehow. And according like to they, Wikipedia, they, they run a tech blog. <laughs> according to Wikipedia, they employ fifty-six hundred people. What? <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? Wait a second. They're, AOL they're spending the shareholders' what the money. What are you That's, doing? They're spending the shareholders' money. That's what they're doing. Do you know how these companies work? Holy shit! If they're stock. Yeah. That's a lot of people. They even have like is... their own headquarters in New York. It's like all looks pretty and looks like a, a building you could jump off in Spider-Man. So many people. Wait, what is my yeah. AOL account? I haven't even heard of AOL until today for like a decade. <laughs> like their I logo brought it up is as so... a joke. I was like a, basically a dead. Oh, did they, did they just simplify their logo? Their logo is just capital A, lowercase O, lowercase L, period. It's like, that's it. That's AOL, period. It's just like. It's sad. That's sad. It's a sad logo. It's like Google being like Google period <laughs> or something. And when I say period, I mean a dot. It's the, it's the little. The new logo wave. It striketh. It's one of those things where it's like it's like it can be mod. It can like be like mildly annoying from time to time. But at the same time, it's just like boy, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I could not get How over the you- fact that Bandai Namco's new logo was viral on Twitter. It was like trending, and it's like who gives a fuck? Who gives this much of a fuck? Is today just a slow day? Was there no one to burn yes. today? Like there was no like sinner to burn down. So everyone's just mad that Bandai Namco. When was this? Like this like this weekend or something? I think. Really? Or this, 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 looking, it's like this week. It just says Bandai Namco, but with a pink rectangle around it. I mean, fucking pink. credit where credit's due. Oh. It still says Bandai Namco. <laughs> Doesn't say like also- Jamba. <laughs> <laughs> they did like chop half oh, the they, words they changed off it to be Duncan or Jamba. That's a weird. That's a weird move. Bandai, the 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 shapes of the Bandai Namco logo, the old one anyway, they were There's pretty distinctive. Instead of what being two fidget like spinners that are yellow and orange overlapping each other, it's now just a, a pink rectangle around their name. Yeah, it looks like a, a, a subsection Wait, of a game spot. This? I'm not blog. seeing this. I just see the two fidget spinners. Well, I know. The, the Wikipedia hasn't been updated. I'd search better. I, yeah, I, I believe in you. Up. I'm sure you can find it. What is that? <laughs> what is, oh, my God. That's it's their bad. new logo? What happened? Wait a second. Who, who, who do they fire to get that? 
Did they oh no! Wait a minute. Get that. The lettering they... is not even the same. They rounded out the letters, so now they look like yeah, century gothic this, or something. This looks awful. This looks like a it fucking really television network channel. Am I looking at like it lifetime does. television? What is this? Why oh, does no, this I've look like shit? The discussion. Like, Oh, no, let's, we don't need to. I, I, I know a little bit of I think one of the more popular takeaways was the idea that it looks like a, it looks like a blog logo. Yeah, that's what I like thought as well. A, like it looks like, like a subsection like of GameSpot. Yeah, it's like a tech <laughs> yeah. blog or something that's going to talk about why the fucking cyberpunk boobs aren't booby enough or something. Oh, no, it's Bravo. <laughs> that's who I was thinking of. They stole the Bravo logo. Um, Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> there you go. And then... Nah, I, I don't know what go. Bravo is. Oh, you're posting the television it. channel. This is a television channel in the United States. But, nah, it's um, very different. It's very different. Nah, it's pretty much the same. Just a hey, it's a, mm. it's a text bubble. It's a speech bubble with our name in it. Spe- All right, speech cool. bubbles really original, don't guys. don't constitute a logo. I mean, they don't. That's just someone saying your your company. I don't know. That eh. just looks. I just feel bad. It doesn't. So, yeah. I, I feel I feel bad that someone probably offered that design as a joke. And they went with it. They're like, oh, no, oh, no, yeah. no, that's you not can, the one I wanted you to go you with. Can no, bet, guys. You can bet whatever you like that any logo for any big company is one out of hundreds and hundreds of, like, just random things that designers throw and then get cho- chosen through... What, what's that thing where they get a bunch of people to talk about the thing? Focus groups, that's the one. And then the, goes the committee and just like, that one over there is the new logo. That's the one I spent five minutes on on that day that I was feeling bad. <laughs> Doesn't matter. My depression it's... logo is now, is now my legacy. Oh no! Uh, I, I like the lo- the logo of my I mean, the that's company. The, I... That's the guy who designed Lugia for Pokemon. I want to leave a when I want to I want to climb this company and I want to leave my my mark on it and really change it and then like monkey paw curls and it's like you're the guy that makes the pink logo. <laughs> That's all you ever accomplished at this company. (laughs) The logo of uh, the company that I quit this week um, was uh, was done like that in two minutes. My my boss was uh, trying to come up with a logo himself, and he just kept thinking of like, uh, you know, interpretative logos where he came up with a meaning behind the logo and things. And I'm like, you're just wasting like. Why are you trying to come up with a logo that means something? Just shapes. Shapes is what you want. Something that is different. And and the people know the name and that's it. Because we're a small company. It doesn't matter. And then I just literally drew a rounded uh, a rounded square, tilted a little, lowercase initial of the, the company. And that's it. That's the logo right there. And I, I, <laughs> and I was just showing it as an example. He said, that's the one. And for 10 years, it's been the company's logo. Something I was just... <laughs> shouting at him for being thick meanwhile our lo- our logo has big like 1998 like a lot of effort to look low effort energy <laughs> where it's like people would have their hair like all carefully muscled up where it's like it's like ah i just woke up this way but it's like i spent three hours in the mirror <laughs> and it's like that like our logo oh, looks I- like some something that was made in two seconds for this podcast but it was like like I spent like a whole morning on it. It's yeah, I it's, I like our logo. It's a style. And there was a back and forth as well, and we I became, chose things. became a big fan of the fucking chalk uh what do you call it? The chalk brush yeah, and it's, gimp. It's <laughs> it's easy for kids to write on their, their pavement and trick other people into watching. 
<laughs> that's our that we're gonna low gang this shit we're gonna try exactly. to like to, we're gonna exploit our, our audience for viral marketing purposes perfect and do you hear that audience you're all and, kids and ruin and their hearts. ruin their just just terrorize their teachers by writing fucking I mean, like logan or some shit in permanent marker on their on their fucking whiteboards get expelled i want kids shouldn't be listening uh, to our podcast i would Bad like for, uh, i would yeah. like that very much i want everyone to do that whatever it is that he does do it but better <laughs> so whatever all... it is it's a real dire situation being everything you so, can do. I can do better with fucking Logan Paul. <laughs> oh, I, I will. I, that will be my entire YouTube persona. Well, I will one up Logan Paul. Andrew's going out by filming a mass grave. I'm going I'm going Jesus. to build a mansion on top of his mansion just to one up him. Like he can't stop literally. me. What is he going to do? One mansion like, up. Exactly. Yeah, and then my, all yeah. my YouTube content is going to be me just throwing shit down at his mansion. It's just gonna be like, hey guys, today we're gonna throw stuff at the low gang and just throw like watermelons down. He's like, stop it, James, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, and it's just a prank, bro. And just make Matt my thumbnail <laughs> you, or something. That would be, you know what, that you would be, have a lot of success on YouTube. That would quickly become a symbiotic uh, relationship where you're just both helping each other. <laughs> but I'm always ahead of him. That's the, you'd, that's the You'd thing. quickly not be a problem for him because he would just be more content. Except for the fact that whenever he's doing content, like he's trying to do like content or something, I would just show up, like bust through his wall or something like the fucking Kool-Aid man with air horn sirens. Like, bah, 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 bah. no, you need to subscribe to me. Bah, 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 bah. It's just like <laughs> there's nothing you can ever do. Just, every time he says something, I'm there and I immediately one up him with something else. He could say like, man, I just want to fight. It's like, I just want to fight with a nation. And he's like, I don't think that's even possible, but like, all right. And you just everything, everything is. You just find the smallest nation. <laughs> Isle of Man, I'm coming for you. Do you do Let's you guys know punch, what the smallest nation is? Punch it out. But it's, you guys know what the smallest nation is? Uh, smallest nation? It's probably I some island I've never heard of. I think I know. Vatican's oh, pretty small. I, smallest and then there's country, a country. It's probably so. Which not, one did you say, Keith? The Vatican's pretty small. Isle of Man seems pretty mm -hmm. small. Uh, there was Vatican. The, wasn't there like a dude in yeah. like Ohio or some shit that's like, oh wow, technically <laughs> I'm on, in the American. I'm just one house. I, I like the count. idea that I've carved a little square out of the country. I like the idea uh, the Vatican's a nation. Like, how hard is it to fight the Vatican? Just one old dude in his pajamas. Keith, you could just show up and beat that up really easy. He's actually a lot of Native American reservations technically nations. That's no. true, but I, I, I had to, I had to correct myself and say country rather than nation. Uh, but you're right, uh, Keith. Vatican City is the smallest nation. I thought it was hey. San Marino, but it's San Marino is a huge twenty four square miles instead of zero point twenty seven square miles, which is what Vatican City has. Jesus Christ! It's literally, know, just yeah, it's kind just of a brave, kind of brave to call it a city. <laughs> okay, so I guess yeah. I would I I wouldn't be lying. I could definitely I could definitely beat up a nation. You could beat That's up the fine. Pope. He's, uh, he's, yeah, I he's, can totally the Pope. he's already being Speaking carried of, around in like a weird coffin car like it's probably, yeah, like, it's probably just like mobile life support i assume <laughs> i mean it would Speaking be easy all you get, yeah you just gotta like you know pretend and be the driver <laughs> and just do like hitman style and then just drive the car into like a volcano or something that, well, there's a volcano next uh, door. It's Italy. Um, oh, you're right. You can't. This is really easy. This was, made, this this was made to be. Yeah, like if you saw this in an immersive made sim, you would just assume it was the intended route. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's the canonic. That's the canonic ending. 
Uh, the Pope isn't doing uh, himself any favors. You might want to move the Vatican somewhere yeah. a little less volcano-y. You're, like you're you see the chandelier over your opponent and hit man, you're like, well, that's just too easy. I don't, I don't want to just do what the level designer tells me volcano. to do. <laughs> volcano it is. But speaking of Vatican City, they, uh, I think last week, they um, approved um, or they decriminalized abortion. Volcanoes. Up to 17 weeks. So officially more progressive than In Texas. Alabama or Texas. That's the one. I mean, that's not also new. <laughs> that's not. That's fair as well. Americans' weird cult version of Christianity has always been less progressive than the actual. Yeah, it's always been Calvinistic like, rather than their religion. Yeah. Granted, some of them for them for some of their categories that they don't care about the Vatican. Probably oh, because well, yeah. the Vatican's too woke for them. It got ruined by the switches. <laughs> oh my <laughs> the Vatican's god! Too woke. Wait, Holy so crap. the Pope has already been beaten? I was so Damn I'm it. so tired. I woke up this morning and the first thing I, I saw was already... people complaining about My Little Pony's new generation being too woke. And I'm like, I can't, I can't what? do this again. I'm so yeah, tired. The show, about that. The, the show with the tagline "Friendship is Magic" is why just do you guys have to have gotten... thoughts every day? Finally the one where about far. you accept everybody's differences and whatnot, like it's right. Th- <laughs> I've never, I've never watched My Little Pony, so I can't really speak. Not, but you know what? Well, half well, their audience is four channers, so it was inevitable. That's yeah, maybe that's the reason. Not the moment, anymore. The that's moment the they, old. The moment they see a new thing, they'd be like, "Oh fuck, this uh, this doesn't this isn't my ideology because I'm a warped, sad person." I don't want to fuck the other ponies, the ones that are less SJW, the ones that talk about friendship and love. Those ones, ones are far less. less. Yeah, Rapidash. Rapidash Rapid is red, Dumby. I don't have no idea. Better Come dead on. than red, isn't that what they say? I just, I just, I just love. At this point, it's a joke, obviously, but I just love that for so long. I just unironically thought Rapidash was in My Little Pony. Because it sounds so much like one of the actual ones, but it's a Pokemon. I mean, I just mixed them up wait, one rapid, day. Oh, it is a Pokemon. Yeah, it's a it Rainbow could be Dash, if you wanted to be. But I, I just, I just un- unironically yeah, was just saying the wrong one, and it was really funny. It's not me. sexy enough to be to be in uh, My Little Pony. Rainbow Dash is just a shiny Rapid Dash. Changed my mind. Rainbow. He's done it, buds. Dash. He's figured it I need out. To lo- I we need can't, to look we cannot beat up. him. He is too strong. What's your favorite? Oh, Rainbow po- Dash is the famous one. What is your favorite My Little Pony? Is it Rainbow Dash or Pony You Can't Name or Pony You Can't Name? <laughs> what, Applejack? Is- Applejack. Applejack. He named it. It's coming. Three Applejack. times in a mirror. I'm having to look all Applejack these up. Arrives. You Applejack hear- isn't famous. You just hear clopping outside your door. Rainbow Dash is the famous one, right? That's I, like the main I character. Don't, is there a famous one? Is there I mean, I guess they're all famous or, or not. I don't. Is there a main pony? Which one's the leader? Which one's the Red Ranger? Well, the Red Ranger is the leader. Oh. Of Let's the, see. My of, little of, pony. Of, of, I almost said, did you want a Power Rangers? Yeah, it shows up in the middle. It's a, that, that's definitely I true. I don't know what that means. It shows up in the middle, like the <laughs> middle of like the group, like the ensemble the group. Yeah, yeah, banner yeah. image. Ah, uh, on top of the mall and whatnot. I don't know. There's <laughs> a bunch. Of, I never. I, again, I don't. The last, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Why am I? In I'll this believe podcast? you. I just Goodbye. don't. I'm, I'm leaving. I, I'm, I'll see. I'll see you all later. I'm, the secret it. is that none of us know what we talk about. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's why we're not answering the question that we received. Because <laughs> it's scary. 
Because somebody what was like, question? what is this? Somebody asked. I don't even know what the question is. Here's something I was thinking about that I'd love for you guys to tackle. Is colonialism the cause of capitalism or are they connected? Can you have one without the other? Just want to see where this conversation goes. Fizz Dragon. Here's where the conversation goes. You got to, you, you, you look up on YouTube. You look up, uh, con uh, you look up, uh, Conquest of Dread. And you ask him. <laughs> He knows a lot more uh, about colonialism, so go ahead. And oh just, no, you went for the for the question. Go ahead and just I ask him about that, and and uh, maybe show up to one of his, his Dark Souls streams or whatever where he hangs out and talks about stuff, and maybe he he'll talks answer about your capitalism question. And colonialism I don't Dark Souls? fucking know. I'm not a person to ask about colonialism. Um. Well, I would you can, probably you can talk say about that where yes. I mean, what's the what is what is the value in colonialism except for getting products to sell? Right, you're there for natural resources, and natural resources are only good for selling. I mean, it's motivated so like, by capitalism in the same way that, like, I mean, it's like the forex thing, basically. If we talk who about the fuck's video, paying in, for these boats, we talk about it all in video game terms. Like, you're either doing it because you're a religious cult that is That's obsessed said, with the idea of spreading your religion everywhere, because our religion doesn't have borders; it's all God's kingdom uh better subject everybody uh or it's uh about just resources and subjugation and being like ah well we it's hard to exploit it we're, it's getting it's getting progressively harder to exploit the people in our country because they want rights and dignity so what if we just go over there and attack some brown people and take their resources and labor and like no even if the, even the people in our country that are uncomfortable with it will be like barely aware of it so it's pretty easy to get away with yeah if you don't and there's colonialism i guess and that's how uh, yes. that's why capitalism you, works in a in a sort of different way or slightly different way to that, which is instead of invading somebody and making them your colony, you send your factories there, and uh, then your iPhones are made in China. And then you just make a bunch of media that makes fun of them, or or infantilizes them, or co-opts yeah, the imagery it. of their culture, but wrong. So to answer like your question, <laughs> you need capitalism to. Do colonialism you can do one without the other I, but it wouldn't I, be very I'm, profitable. I'm pretty sure you, you can would... colonialism with feudalism so no yeah you can that as well well yeah. i just said it is a different sort of colonialism though because it is a different sort of despite how much people though, can't it's... imagine not having capitalism it's like relatively young relatively oh, yeah. young yeah i mean we but were think, in other systems for a lot longer i think the most compelling argument in defense of capitalism, well, not the most compelling argument, but of, I think a very persuasive it's argument just that in defense it's not of capitalism. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like look at all the things that that we did before capitalism. They were terrible and bad, and yeah, but also I I don't think that's a <laughs> I think I mean that's a that's just, not a good argument a, on the face of it because that like capitalism is also bad because it's something that we d designed and we have never made anything good. So, like, by that is, logic, everything that we make, no matter what, will always be bad. Nah, I don't think that's true. I, I mean, I, I don't the, think well, feudalism worked too well, but we sure as hell created that. And the thing is, I think there, there's there's a little bit of truth towards the uh, or uh, there's a little bit of truth when people say that the arc of the universe tends toward justice and all that sort of stuff. There's a little bit of that. Uh, that is true. Maybe all of it. But it's, I guess it's up to anybody to make their own mind about that. But I think the argument that, that what came before is worse or was worse is just, um, I think is intrinsically related to it's this, it's this weird art, like dumb argument that like, and we're done now we're done with progress yeah. forever. If you look up the end of history, I think, uh, things were sure worse before, before, which means we're done changing now forever. Yeah. Yeah. 
The capitalism the only is, directions uh, are back to previous things, obviously. Mm-hmm. Capitalism has set itself up as a as the basically the end result of human history, not the, in that, yeah. that we are not going to have more history, but rather that the everything that comes after is going to be seen through the lens of our current day. A lot of our and, societal ideology is shaped around the idea that we're done, basically. Mm-hmm. Just like how yeah. we're like, oh yeah, racism's over. We solved it like 50 years ago. No yeah, more Obama changes. No, stop oh, questioning it. it. You're the real racist if you look at any, if you keep bringing up racial inequality. You're the one that's always talking about race. Checkmate. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it's just, I I think uh, like the, the, the problem is that I feel like because we we grow up being indoctrinated by this stuff, it's so easy to make it part. It, this applies to so many things that we talk about, but it's so easy to make these sort of arguments and these sort of attitudes part of our identity growing up. Um, and then when we start thinking about it, there's a there's a strong revulsion, like an innate sort of repulsion of us just being like oh no wait that means that i've been wrong all along no 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 just, no no capitalism is much better than feudalism what are these communists all about shut up uh and just like because we just get grow up ingrained with with this sort of ideas that you know we're there this is uh this is this is the system and uh we can it's we can make oh i mean you kind of need to be there. taught that's the whole point of school is that it teaches you other not just school. Like, the whole point of school everywhere. is because fucking uh, industrial companies didn't want to actually put the money in to train their workers, so they got the government to do it. Mm-hmm. That too. And boy, did <laughs> that, that not work out well. Eh, in a way, it did. It's just not necessarily did it because then then we like banned hiring people like children, and then that kind of put a whole wrench in the system there. Well, uh, like you live in a country that, how many millions of people have a, a, what's the name for education debt? Like people student go debt. into debt to go to university. Yeah, student debt. That's the one. Millions and millions of people in the US going to student debt. It's not. It's it started off as, uh, factories well, because, and and colleges and, like a money scheme like a grift yeah that's like, like it's a... the opposite it's like you went to the opposite spe- side of the spectrum it started off as companies having to pay for your education and then it was the government and now it's you because <laughs> there's oh, the like endless me. arms race of what you need to actually do to make it in society and there's always there's always more steps it's a it's a it's a it's a rail that's being placed ahead of you as you're driving on the train and, and you never reach the destination mm-hmm Everybody benefits from them. you having more that you have to, to do first. <laughs> I don't know. There's it. Uh, whatever. It's <laughs> the problem is that we're also power powerless by ourselves. Whatever conclusion we come up with, whatever realization we we come up with when we are thinking about it, whatever opinions we have or we feel right or wrong, alone we can't do anything, and together. We can only do something if we understand that it's the systems that need to be fought rather than this one company or that one person or whatever. It's not it's never it's never about just the people doing the bad things. It's not about the Koch brothers being absolute criminals and scum of the earth. It's about the the, the system that made them super rich and have 
immense amounts of power to be the scum of the earth and be super evil. And I'm talking about the Koch brothers because they're, they're well, one of them is dead already, the cuck. But the other one is still terrible. I mean, the dead one is also terrible, but... Grimes reading the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> Grimes doesn't know how to do satire. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, no, that was a Schrodinger's douchebag moment. Absolutely. That was Grimes... Schrodinger's douchebag? <laughs> yeah. No, that, that was absolutely <laughs> Grimes wanting to have this, like, PR moment. And then when it didn't work out the way she wanted it to, being like, Haha, I was just kidding. That was a joke. And you guys all fell for it. Ha. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that's it's just a trick people do all the time. It's it's fucking annoying. What? Did you see I, the pictures, Andrew? I don't know. No, yeah, over on Twitter today, as as of the time of recording, obviously, um, or today on yesterday, I think. Grimes. She's dressed um, as like a weird leather alien, and she's reading the dumb. Uh, <laughs> I was at the Dominatrix because right? it, it flowed. She's Marx. reading the Communist Manifesto, walking around and getting paparazzi photos and just posing everywhere with it. She's just like, that's not satire though. Or is like, I, I assume Wait, that's her intent. Is? Because nobody like the Communist Manifesto is old. Don't read sure? old stuff. She wanted to win back her audience yeah. after uh, that liked her for different things after splitting with Elon Musk and then when it, it didn't it read as Wait, she split with Elon Musk? Yeah. And oh, then, that's and right. Then, and then because it read the as as incredibly tone deaf, deaf and embarrassing and cringe then it was like haha what a joke i did it as a joke and everyone fell for it ha it's me mm. i don't know it i uh, it's not the pictures yeah, the pictures i see is that she's reading uh other stuff oh, photoshop yeah, it's photoshop. a it is a it's meme a, now like, yeah <laughs> just replace no, that it with anything is else the memes are satire. She should be the the only true answer to that meme is to make it uh, animorphs. Anymore. Make it animorphs. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> here he goes. Wait. You, oh, you found it, it. Did you find it immediately? Oh, you found it. You found yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Some someone's on my level. Everyone else. Everyone else failed. Get, get better. I mean, be that guy. I, am, Here, I don't even know what want, animorphs are. You want are. The, the next best communist manifesto? The conquest of bread or something? Industrial oh, society animorphs. in his future. Animorphs is the Joe Rogan turn, turning uh, the, into a horse. The, the Unibomber story. Sorry, what, did you, what did you say, girl? It's the Joe Rogan turning into a horse. That's what that is. What the fuck? Uh, no. That's did you a, never that's see a that? Man, it's a man turning into a lizard. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know what it was. I saw, I kept seeing memes of when Joe Rogan was, you know, stripping his gut lining with medicine that's not, it's for horses and doesn't work. Um, I kept seeing memes of him I mean, turning I, into a I, horse. I, I think Joe Rogan's wealthy enough to, when he does his crackpot bullshit, to not actually take the horse version. He's also I'm really trying to find where the fuck is I don't, this? I don't think he took the horse version. I'm pretty sure he took the actual, the human one. Eh, that's fair. Okay, there it is. All right. But still, th that's where God. it came from, and that's why that I took a lot I, I of time just to find the legitimate picture. Like, there are so many <laughs> fucking memes. Like, I couldn't even find... I was like, what is the actual book she's holding? And it's like, okay, there we the go. The internet moves fast. Yeah. That's what I just woke up to today was just that. And then this discourse. Is super, this is a very supernatural pose to be reading any kind of book in. Oh yeah, no, it's like, um, it's like every I, every photo I, I definitely, reads. It's just so fucking awkward. 
I definitely just sit at a curb and read a book. Um, yeah, in, first. And out, in, in like it's, some it's kind of weird dystopian. She like, looks like outfit. she's from Riven. <laughs> yeah. <Are you> right? <laughs> I thought that as well. Like it, it's absolute. Yep. It looks like some kind of like Denis ass thing. Like she's wearing goggles. Choices were made. <laughs> wearing goggles. Choices I mean, she does have that face, were though. made. I don't know. Everybody knows that leftists don't read. <laughs> they just quote oh. the books at each other. I mean, quotes the titles because they didn't read the book. They just quote things that really... they heard other people quote already. Yeah. Oh, so this is just a troll? She's not actually. Yeah, this is just a troll. And also, she's not. Is she leftist? I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> Full she disclosure: I mean, she I'm ma- still living with Elon, and I am not a communist. There we go. She claims. She claims. Oh no! Oh, oh you're mean... reading the thing. Go ahead. Keep going. Although there are some very smart ideas in this book, but personally I'm more interested in a radical decentralized UBI that I think could potentially be achieved through crypto and game and <laughs> and I'm gonna have a gamer moment. <laughs> but I haven't ironed the idea out enough yet to explain it. That was my Regardless, too much that was my it, it's been five minutes, but it's already too much Twitter moment this morning. It was let, when I hit let, that yeah. fucking message. Where she's we're gonna get universal basic income from some combination of crypto and gaming. Regardless, my opinions oh my of politics are difficult to describe because the political <laughs> system that inspire me the most have not yet been implemented. I'm sure she'll really iron that one out. Wait, she just needs a little more time to cook it, and then she'll have a really compelling say, point to make. Wait, Grimes, did, did you just, just did you just go on 4chan for the first time? Is this your first did, time interacting with like channers? Why would you say did, this? This is a, this is like embarrassing. Say, she just said that the political systems that inspired her the most. Haven't happened. Yes. They haven't yeah. been implemented yeah. yet. She's okay. abandoned she's by from the like, future. like she's she's entirely inspired by Star Trek by the Star next Trek. generation. Yeah. <laughs> I Except I like the idea. Replicators, that, sign um, me up. Uh transporters? Yes. A a radically decentralized universal basic income. But it has to be achieved through crypto, That's like, which has to be no, no, no. which crypto can't be gained except somebody having electricity generated, which it has to only be done through somebody having a regular non decentralized universal no, no. basic income job. Uh, also, at the that, power no, no, plant. but you're like you're missing you're missing the more obvious one, I think. Like uh, I'm sorry to get in into gaming? the weeds here. What do you mean gaming? No, what no. the fuck is that? What, is, what said, does gaming have to do with with look at crypto the amount- at all? Look at the amount of emphasis I mean, she puts just on, on the rap. Wait, yeah, did she make Ready Player One and go like, "Wait, this is a good idea." Look at it. Ready Player One is such a shitty video game. Yeah, not enough, this, is, not this enough time is spent discussing how the video game in Ready Player One is just a really horrible video game. It's like every single possible layered microtransaction and predatory practice you could possibly no. have, and you can't escape it because it's basically real life. But, but we're not but, we're but, like we're not gonna lie and think that like in Ready Player One, the currency in that game is probably not just is, is it probably is just crypto. It probably the, is just cryptocurrency. Like, and like so ends. that's that's the life she's talking about. She wants Ready Player One where everyone lives in a fucking trailer stacked on top of each other and they die constantly. I mean, Ready, look, if you, th- if you think about it, Ready Player One is just a marketplace for actual NFTs. Yeah. 
fair. But look, but, but the, the thing is, you said that it's a word soup. You said that it's a word soup. A, a radically decentralized UBI. UBI stands for universe, Universal Basic Income. I think she also, she also said Hank that. Green's book was a better, yeah. better ready UBI player one. Is, UBI is always centralized. Because well, that's, otherwise, that's what I mean. Yeah, you can't. Otherwise, you just can't, people giving have... each other money that you can't. You, that's not UBI. Yeah, if, decentralized, if decentralized UBI. It's just it's just that's, words. That's word soup. She's just saying word soup. It's well, like, that's what I was asking if that's what I was asking if she just like woke up and went on 4chan for the first time because this sounds like so. something. That, this sounds like a copy pasta you'd see in poll. Yeah, this sounds yeah, like some kind troll. of like you know some guy trying to troll somebody and be like, uh, "This is it's, politics." It's big. Like I just started calling myself a libertarian a week ago and haven't really thought through any of the what it, any of the words mean. I, although there are some very smart ideas words. in this book, don't tell your husband that he made it. His family made an entire living <laughs> on people not thinking those are smart ideas. Like, good God, you cannot you cannot exploit people under communism like that. I can't wait for when Elon work. gets Grimes back by rebranding as a fucking uh, as a Marxist. But it's as like in, but it's like in this embarrassing like Bill Gates sort of way where they're just like ruining the world, but with the facade of fixing things. Nah, I don't already think, is what I don't he think does Elon kind Musk. of. Bill Gates can do that. He has the, the the social capital to do that. I don't think Elon Musk can do that. Elon Musk already does that. Be... People already believe that he's like saving us, and he's he like only like... he's only ruining the world. He's he, he brings all... like nothing. Yeah, all of his enterprise, like the most successful enterprise in terms of actual. All he did was buy industry. things that already existed and make them worse. He's like Trump. And like the moment car companies in the US decide to actually make electric cars, and they're just waiting for government mandates, by the way, the moment car companies in the US decide to do that, Tesla just falls because they're completely propped up by the money that all the all the other car companies pay them to not have to make electric cars because that's how Tesla works. Like every company in the US has to make a certain amount of electric cars unless they just pay other companies to do it. Honestly, I wouldn't be Tesla. surprised if they're just trying to pre-establish the infrastructure of charging stations everywhere so that everyone else has to use them. And then they just pivot into charging nice people for do, those actually. instead of making the cars. You know what? That would be a nice thing to do because I think what they, what you guys have at the moment is terrible. Like you have a certain car, you need to go to your car's charger. That's like that's designed to make you not want to have an electric car. They want to be the, they be the Amazon. <clears throat> the Amazon of car chargers probably. Where it's like they don't like make anything anymore, yeah, really, see. but they're the only they're the only thing that the whole platform can run on. It's like, oh, you want to sell stuff that online? Well, you got like two options, and then none of them are making it yourself or like making a having a marketplace yourself. You have to just use the existing ones. Ah, she has mm -hmm. a she has an update. Um, oh, great! <laughs> is, uh, it about, is it about the, is how we're gonna like get our universal basic income by redeeming Mountain Dew? Uh, promo codes uh no she basically just like hopped and skips away from that entire uh funny <laughs> it comment and just says taught myself to stop checking if other people think i'm socially acceptable a long time ago worrying about mm. being cringe is the enemy of art failure tolerance <laughs> is essential oh. for creativity deciding she's, not she to be schrodinger and now she's act, now she's yeah. decided that it's earnest and she's anti-cringe actually <laughs> and Great. she, she uh, learned she learned a lesson a long time ago, even though she learned it today by the time she wrote the, twit, the tweet. But guys, deciding not to be mad at people enjoying life is okay. Enjoying life? I'm not, I'm not hating on Grimes, though. I, I have no idea who I she mean, is. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I don't care if 
you're having just a good life. Soup. That's not what she but, just mashes so that, phrases together and the context doesn't matter. What bothers yeah, me is not is about the life that about? you're having. What matter me what matters to me is the actions in your life. And the actions are not good. I don't care if you're happy. I care about if your actions have consequences to other people. And uh why yes. would you? What, no, She's no, like, that doesn't make sense. Why are you though. thinking about the message that care? I sent to you? I don't care if you're happy. Wait, who said that? Was it, that her? Yes. If if you don't care if somebody is happy, no, no, I said care I don't about... care if she's happy. Oh, that's right, not, that's not that's not my business. I don't give a shit. It's oh, not, you're you're talking to her as a as a yeah, in a like of power. deciding not to be mad at people yeah. enjoying life. Like I'm not I'm not mad at you enjoying no, life. I see what I'm you mad mean. at you because you're like yeah. I thought she was talking to everybody else on the internet. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like I mean, cringe is one thing. I guess you could call this cringe. I think this is more pathetic and pitiable. Like I feel so bad for you that you've like walked outside looking like this, holding that, and taking none of the lessons in. Like nothing about this situation resonated with you enough to go like, actually, wait a second, maybe something is wrong with this entire system that I'm a part of. But instead, you're like, nah, people just think I'm cringe. She's never. And it's are like you, are I you, don't. Do you think? Do you think she's ever gonna say that something is wrong? When she, I mean, like, I, I don't look know. at the amount of money that she has. I, if I had that amount of money, I would be like, oh no, the money's nice. I don't see any <laughs> reason to say that it isn't. There's no incentive. Like, everybody else needs to bring her to 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 the light in a way. Because if you won, you're never gonna say that the race is rigged. I mean, I, mean, might... I get it. I guess in a sense, you're trying to just like bait headlines, which is fine. Uh, I also agree that making, I also agree that one, giving a shit about what the hell she's doing with her life is inconsequential. I don't care if she's dressed well, like that's just, that's just famous she's, people, you know. Yeah, but I'm saying like, I don't care if you want to like have a good laugh at whatever paparazzi. Just, a lot of that just stinks. Like, how dare you have reactions to thing I put out for reactions? <laughs> that's all. Oh, that's a good, yeah, I didn't think about I, it like that. I'm just not sure what it is that she wants half the time. And I think a lot of it is always just attention, but none of it is the attention she gets. So she's like upset that the attention she gets isn't the, the right uh, attention. So it's like, a, man, I really wish people would think I'm quirky and funny. And people are like, wow, you fucking disgusting, cringe human being. Could you just like yeet into a volcano? And she's like, wow, it's not okay to be mad at people enjoying life. It's like, that's not. It's like you were performing. Uh, <laughs> Your most yeah, recent like, excuse for all of this was that you were literally putting on a performance for us. So not enjoying it. And life then we were like, we don't like it. Of... And then you're like, how how could you? Ah, great. Yeah. Great discourse. Love cringe, is, cringe is holding back art is the enemy of art, which is like, I want that on a shirt so I could cringe at people wearing it. Like, that's great. <laughs> uh, that is a great comment, a great quote. I want... I hope that quote is on uh, uh, is on your memoir. Like that Tell me, should be first. I, I want it like the Grimes story. Cringe is the enemy of art. Perfect. I want that right there. Um, Tell me something. I, yes. Do you th what what does cringe mean besides the the meaning that you're you were just giving it? There's a there's a motion that you do for cringe, right? Cringe is a, is an action. You cringe. You 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 physically cringe. Your body goes eh, like it tenses up and makes you recoil in disgust and embarrassment at the same time. And like a ah. like a kind of like when you want to like fart and burp it's at the, the same time. It's and the your body feeling you have every to second do. of watching a Mega sixty four video. 
yeah or like what, or basically it's cringe is what it feels like if you go to like a middle school and you try to like watch them be cool <laughs> and you go like oh no this is what you think being cool is Ugh, and you like die and you just topple over like that's cringe um or, or but it's fine because are... you know yeah. people people gotta cringe to learn to not but it's this is a person that's an adult <laughs> with a lot of money and a child like I don't know somebody teacher can you buy can you buy a teacher can how much do teachers cost they can't cost that much the government owns the, them like, like uh, what, it just, what strikes like the, me the most is that how unrock and roll her attitude is because she's a musician right well she's not a rock and roll musician no yeah but in the sense of like being rebellious or being she is not a rebellious musician she is a very like uh, standard flair straight as arrow pop artist she doesn't toe any lines yeah. she doesn't make any waves she That's... is just another face in an otherwise unmemorable sea of a genre of music that is so wide that i honestly think everything is pop now but like it's it, it's not yeah this isn't like she's have showing up i mean once you're the musician things. that married elon musk you've got like there's just nothing there's nothing to stand for there's no there's no like meaning to have anymore like that's it that's the end like you're, you're never going to be yeah, interesting you, again. Like, what, what the fuck is the point of any of it? You lose a lot of whatever kind of message you want to say about... You You lose any kind of row, row, fight the power message the moment you marry the power. Like... Like, so much of the music industry is... Like, so much of it is supposed to be, like, anti-establishment and counterculture and so on. Like, that's, like... That's your fucking, like... like you're just gonna make like even even a lot of country music was specifically counterculture until like there was a lot of the, like the post 9-11 bootlicking shit going on like this mm -hmm. is what it's for yeah music but, is such but a... then you marry elon musk and it's like well what the fuck do you sing about now the fuck is well, but the, who, what's the point the, of any that's of this the problem with pop in general is that it even though maybe like we you never really have access to modern day pop anyway uh, you never really have access to the artists themselves directly or to what they think because it's all it's because the money is so big or it's so important so, such a big part of um of all of your production like it's all tested it's all it's why the entire industry what... is so disappointing is because that's just like it's just yeah. manufactured shit that means nothing and goes nowhere mm-hmm it's like how BTS is like the arm of it's like basically an arm of their government at this point. <laughs> They're BTS. sent on like diplomatic mi missions to meet Trump and shit. Uh, oh, the Korean, yeah. the Korean dudes that that yeah, right. Um, Here yeah, come the stands. Uh, I, I'm sure. They've come I'm sure for there's your a, head. especially solo artists. Uh, I'm sure there's solo artists or or smaller. I don't know, smaller bands that that uh, have a better grasp on on their content maybe i don't know i like to think that but maybe like maybe not the moment you're making more than a million dollars per album i i i'm pretty I mean, you sure you can still have messaging is... and stuff it's just the pop industry is but so it's... not anybody's voice in most cases that it's not gonna it's not it doesn't go anywhere like the yeah, person on the it's... stage is almost never actually even making any of the if music message... so it's just noise if your message is less than than what bands like Guns N' Roses or or uh, I'm thinking Guns N' Roses with Civil War, for example, or uh, like trying to think Rage of Against like the famous... Machine didn't stop meaning anything just because they started making a million dollars somewhere. 
Yeah, but I'm not like Rage Against the Machine. I think is a high bar for the message kind of thing. I'm not, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna I mean, be like if you're not saying things like Rage Against, you're not doing anything. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is like even bland bands that were kind of subdued with their with their messaging did more than a lot of the messaging of these days. Uh, or that pretend to be messaging, especially. I don't know. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's a lot of like kids these days kind of talk. I think there are bands that do make messages, but I think there's I'm talking a, pop. There's I'm a growing increase in like commercial yeah, I'm not, ability. I'm not talking about time or eras. I'm just talking about pop. Like the yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the machine that creates and... pop music destroys any yeah. forms of messaging. Well, it has because to I... because yeah, it's not family. It's not like family radio yeah. friendly you need to make it it's as like, like only a few steps removed from being like spider-man elsa shit like it's just practically machine generated yeah. at some point yeah but i think it because it came music the pop music came from a completely different place 20 or 30 years ago than it does now because music pop music specifically was, was still finding itself so new artists on the on the block things like um what's that one um Audio Wave, no, not Audio Wave. Audio Slave. Soundgarden, Audio Slave, yeah, but the the guy that's the same guitar player. Soundgarden, for example, they weren't. Uh, Soundgarden. There's a few other bands like Nirvana, I think. Um, that, Wasn't that, Audio that sort Slave of started out Radiohead with the Soundgarden Radiohead. singer or something? Those bands. Yeah, there's there's a few like four or five bands that started off all at the same time and defined an entire generation of pop music. Or I think, I think, Audio, Sla music. I think Audio Slave is like a super group between two different bands. Yeah, like I think so. Like it's later. It, it started like off leftovers. in 98. Yeah, yeah. Um, but those bands, they, they didn't start out to be pop. They started out to be popular, but it was sort of the the common sort of uh, people liking the same style of music or liking the same bands that sort of brought them to the fore. And, of course, MTV had a huge role in, in making a lot of those bands and, of course, making an entire generation of audio list or music listeners. But these days, it's, just, it's the other way around. It's like, we know what people like to listen to. And instead of, instead of like, let it people or let MTV, in a way, uh, tell us what people want to listen to. It's just like, it, 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 it inverted that, that sort of process. Which, I mean, I'm not, I'm not dissing necessarily on the artistry. It's still art to make music by committee. It, like, if you're a musician that is making music then you know what people like and you make that music. You're still an artist. I'm not dissing the artist in that's in the sense of like, it's not art or it's not music. I'm saying like the message specifically is a problem because the message isn't art. It's a message. And it's kind of, it's kind of a, a conflict of interest in many ways. Uh, if you're, um, if you're a more politically, like if you're a more message focused band, you're going to have a harder time being an artist because you're you're going to be li limited by the amount of things you can say. You're limited by ethics and caring about what yeah. you're doing to the world. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to just kind yeah. of manufacturing noise. Just do the best of yeah. both like Designed worlds. by committee music is like the equivalent of like when you have a bunch of YouTubers in a YouTuber house, they're like workshopping like what their next viral video is going to be. And the, they only care yeah. about the virality and like what will and won't work and not like what the me what the video says or what, what it does yeah. in the world or anything but the but the skill required to make that video is still skill it's still that's yeah. what i'm saying i'm not dissing on the artist as, as the art i'm dissing on the message yeah which should be important competency was never the topic yeah yeah, yeah. no I, i'm just saying because it, especially with musicians it gets conflated so much if i say oh this this musician doesn't say anything it doesn't mean that they're 
a sold or sellout or they don't have talent. That's not like because it, it, I'm just sort of preem uh, preempting or preemptively defending against a counter argument towards what I was saying because I hear it so often and I'm just you know I think it as well sometimes um, that I just felt like making the distinction because it's important I feel. But and again because I don't listen to Grimes I don't know what her songs are about. And it, this is not a personal, uh, like, my You were forced to listen again. to some of it because she's in the soundtrack of Cyberpunk. <laughs> ah, joke's on you. I turn off the music. Oh, right. Yeah. No, we, I didn't, actually. Right. There was, like, a toggle to turn off the licensed music at the beginning, you, so you neither of us actually heard any of the Grimes yeah. music. <laughs> but she was, she was in Cyberpunk. Oh, oh I yeah, know. she was. Yeah. Don't worry. I know she is. She's one <laughs> of the so fucking obvious. worst AI, like, uh, characters oh, she was in the a, game. She was terrible. God, I fucking, I got so mad because I was like, stop, stop fucking talking. She, like, you could not hear her. And if you did not have subtitles, you would not fucking understand was her. Was she also she one just, of like, those storylines that basically just dead ends without really going anywhere? Yes. Yeah. She was just like a, a stupid fucking is. singer it's bot cyberpunk. that doesn't have any accent, actual fucking relevance to the plot or story or anything. She's just a fucking cameo. And it's like, the whole time she's like, it's Was she the gold face lady? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you do an amazing rhymes. Literally, all she does is she just like <laughs> blends all of her words into one giant fucking mess of a word. And I cannot understand a single fucking thing she's saying. And I'm supposed to be getting relevant information from this person. I'm like, please just, please just fucking stop. Just Add voice speak. acting was the cyberpunk yes. future. Just, We're just here. emphasize your vowels, you fucking idiot. Please just emphasize them just like stop just stop lisping into other words that you're lisping into it's nightmarish like god damn there are literal people who spend their entire fucking lives being voice actors and you just fucking bumble in here like a fucking bull Chris in a tea Pratt shop is mario like, it's ridiculous like it was seriously fucking ridiculous that's like, this week too isn't it wait that is it was, this week but, no but like it's seriously such it's a so long week it is so ridiculous to try to like you listen you you play cyberpunk which is just an abject trash heap of a pile and you're sitting there you're like wow what a fucking nightmare and then you get to that <laughs> mission and you're like jesus fucking christ what is this what is this what is this game and then you're like wow that was just an awful cutscene. i never want to experience this again then you go outside and fucking cyberpunk's there crashing all over the place you're like fucking hell what is this what am i playing i paid 60 dollars for this like there was, such, like, a really, there was such a reliable thing with cyberpunk where whenever I got actually invested in a quest and I'm like, oh, shit, what's going to happen here? It, that was always the final conversation of the entire quest chain. It was always like, and it's <laughs> over. And you're like, oh, wait, no, wait, we're, what, what, we're not in the middle of the story where it is ending. What? What? <laughs> there was that one time where it didn't happen like that, which it's was like that guy that wanted to crucify himself. It, oh, that yeah. Quest was fleshed that out a bit. I love, I love when he refused to crucify him so the other intern some random intern just fucking just do it. <laughs> dispassionately yeah. just crucifies him and he apparently i think he just dies and like the intern is unre he's unreacting there's a whole question to have about that intern <laughs> and what the fuck <laughs> happened with his life that he's like that because he's terrifying <laughs> but i think what I, what struck me the most and you mentioned it in your let's play is that that particular quest could say so many things and it says nothing yeah no it's just a it says universal thing with cyberpunk incredible. that game that game had nothing to say it was completely it's incoherent it just rolled in the aesthetics 
and would gesture at ideas that cyberpunk likes to t- toy with but then just like right yeah they it just wanted the participation trophy at that point like it, tur- it just looked at you expectantly like did i do it did i do it it's like no you didn't you didn't you didn't do it you didn't get why anyone ever wrote stuff in the genre at all what a waste of yeah, fucking time that fucking surveillance quest where it's like are they replaced what's going on here what's with the, what's with these married couple should i tell them who what's going to happen to oh, me and one. them and so yeah. on and it's yeah. like right when it gets interesting it just stops and you're like that's it that's the yeah. end and then the story doesn't even get resolved it's just like yeah it's fucked up that's a fucked up they have to live with those questions i guess it's like what the fuck they but don't you, even bring it up properly it's like the characters are written getting for invested. a different quest i'm having all this fun like questioning like whether one or two whether one or both of them might be like a fucking cylon or something <laughs> and then it's like eh, it's over by i think like cyber they had the model for making cyberpunk a good game because yeah. deus ex exists they had the model which was every cyberpunk property that's the that's the also premise. that I mean, i'm not i'm just saying like in 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 making a game like cyber uh, deus ex is such a good little rpg in the sense that it's small then um, a lot of the the time you spend playing it is actually shooting, so you know it works. You just double it up and you make a cyberpunk. Oh yeah, but because you know it's you can you can but, you can find old Patreon Q and As from like when it was relatively new information that anything was happening here, where I was like, cyberpunk's probably gonna kind of suck because like because they didn't have any idea what they were their doing. Their whole their whole cachet of, of their audience is like we made The Witcher. It's like well they can't make a Witcher style game. That would just be a big like gray slop of map like <laughs> like like it's just they did it though like the witcher was just like a fucking world of warcraft map that was well realized with all of its story and shit but like it's just you just run around to some nodes and do the next plot point and then you're pretty much just farming cutscenes and and enjoying those uh and like doing that for a fucking like a cyberpunk game with uh, inherently like almost every interpretation of this setting involves like first person with guns and stealth mechanics and so on so there's always going to be like the environmental storytelling and careful navigation of the environment and wondering all these things about what's going on and they're like we're gonna make it open world i'm like that's not what that does you that <laughs> those ideas don't open world cyberpunk is that's an anti those don't work together those are those those terms don't mean think- anything like it's all sculpted it, it stories. Could... It's why the best part of all of Cyberpunk is the first two hours and the last two hours. It's like everything in the middle is just a fucking waste of yeah. time, and that's most of the game. It it's an anti Final they... Fantasy fifteen. It's the reverse. I think it could have worked if they if they had decided to make the levels more. Um, how should I put the... like the, levels? I think I, they should I have got... just been levels, like in levels, both, yeah. like in both yeah. Deus Ex and and Shadowrun. It should have just been a series of missions with a start and an end. But they could, I you can still I, I isolate different areas in the same city and make them feel unique and yeah, interesting. Here's the big locked gate that only opens at the beginning of this mission, and then that's the only way in. Like yeah, and now GTA it's like, has okay, been doing here's more an environment that. that was seclu- yeah. secluded from the rest of the world, and maybe it's accessible after you've beaten the mission or something. But instead, it was just like, here's a big fucking sludge map of samey buildings, and you just kind of drive mindlessly to the next place and press the button that skips you to there because, I don't know, fucking putting in the work to drive there yourself doesn't actually add to the experience. And then you just like, there we are, we're them there, wow. Oh, I shot a guy to death in like one hit, and then the game tells me why the story was interesting, and half the time fails to do anything with that. (laughs) 
they just compounded the bad design decisions. It's the, those those random quests. Like who who comes up with the idea that random quests are a good thing? Uh, it's radio quests. It's like a. Uh, I think radiant, that's uh, Bethesda's fault. Yeah, not the, just I, their fault. I this. think of it as being uh, a Fallout Four thing, but I, I think it might have been a Skyrim thing, and I just didn't play it. Skyrim they, did have some of those. Just try to generate the... forever content, as if the game having a billion content isn't enough already. <laughs> they have to dilute it with shitty content. It's yeah, you know, like the especially with Bethesda games where the content is already pretty diluted, even the hand handcrafted one. Although I, yep. I still stand by Skyrim being better than Oblivion. I th I, I honestly feel that in I so just... many aspects. <laughs> They Even blow their load too be. hard. It's bad. You can't do that. Skyrim's mm. immediately like, you're, you killed a dragon in the first 10 minutes of the game, and now you're kind of a god. Anyway, let's try to tell a story from here where we or just we just peaked immediately. I literally get to the top of the mountain. I'm like, I'm already bored. All right. Yeah. I'm a Superman, and uh, there's a bunch of wolves and men in a boring gray place that's not fun to look at. <laughs> And if it had Dark Souls combat, I beat the Yeti, which was the mid boss. Then I beat a dragon, which was the final boss. That's it. This is a four. It's just a three hour game. The end. Roll credits. <laughs> you just went straight I'm the dragon to the dragonborn. I won. <laughs> like fucking like the whole fucking oblivion. You like you're in the sewers and Patrick Stewart's there and he's like, you must find uh, I'm the king of the bullshit or whatever. Let's get out of here. Like, ah, oh, I'm dead. You should find my son, maybe or something. And you're going out into the world, long, and it's like, oh fuck! There's like portals to hell opening now, and it's like there's like an, <laughs> there's like an escalation over time, and then you do the. Oblivion's yeah, intro you, is too long, though. I think it, they did well. They did better in Skyrim, even though they have that whole path down the mountain in the cart. But, Skyrim has one of those trash intros where it's like eh, this entire place is dying, and the stakes are so high, and you better watch out. But actually, you can just wander around aimlessly because you don't, you can't actually tell where to go, and it completely deflates yeah, the how dying this village is. You're in so much danger. Oh, a dragon's attacking! You're like, where do I go? Am I making a choice between two different groups right now? What's happening? Where am I? What? What's your name? Everyone's just kind of gray and hard to tell apart. God, that game's so gray. Where, that game's so I gray. Tell anybody. Why is, is everyone's favorite RPG gray? You had so many choices and you picked the one that's gray. Stop. Bethesda an, I think the made moment by, Bethesda... Sorry. No, I was just saying it's made by uh, Bethesda. That is the most visually uninteresting out, game ever. They figured out <laughs> colors in Fallout 4 and Fallout 76. They know colors. Oh, no. <laughs> Monkey and paw. Like, the thing is... <laughs> the monkey paw. The thing is... Uh, I'm playing Fallout, as I keep mentioning, because... Yeah, Cyrodiil's I'm beautiful. Fallout, I'm playing Fallout 3 right now, which is green. And uh, Photoshop has a thing that is auto-tone and auto-contrast yes! and a bunch of other things. And uh, I every screenshot that I make on the thumbnails, I just auto-tone, and it's just a normal picture. And it's good. It <laughs> yes, looks good. Because it's a universal <laughs> filter over the whole game, so you can just, just unfilter the, the green. Yeah, And then brilliant. New Vegas is gold. <laughs> New Vegas is very gold, yeah. But then again, yeah. it is in it is in no, California. I, I, I made the discovery Nevada. like six months ago, I think, when I, I was in a what's it called, uh, Dalaran in a is that is that Legion? I think it's the Legion expansion of WoW. I was in Dalaran and it went it was nighttime, and I wanted to take a, a screenshot because I finally succeeded at my goal. 
of having like my orange fox character because they had they added foxes to the game as playable and i mm. wanted to have an orange fox as a mount and two orange foxes as hunter pets and then an orange fox is like a cosmetic pet so it would just be like five foxes running around and one of them is the leader because he has opposable thumbs and it's like this is just so existentially terrifying <laughs> and uh i finally accomplished my goal and i took a picture but it was like ah oh, it's fucking nighttime though and dalaran and I'm like motherfucker and I'm like i don't want to wait so i put it in the gimp and i just auto i just put it in a brightness contrast and press the auto adjust levels button and it's just a perfect daylight sp- picture and it's like oh my god this game creates nighttime by just making the game blue <laughs> all of world yeah. of warcraft simulates nighttime by just putting a blue filter over the screen that is universe it's so even and universal that the game can be instantly converted so like do it at home everybody if you yeah cin- cinema does that playing, every once in a while but it, it looks really obvious yeah, when like if you're playing if you're playing this game and you and you want to see how 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 it creates nighttime, just put it into an put it into an auto levels thing and see if it just instantly looks like a daylight picture. <laughs> it's like a fucking like Walking Dead. We filmed this during the day, but it's a nighttime scene, <laughs> so the screen's just yeah. blue now. I think the problem, the I don't know. Uh, old, how old is the game? Is uh, World of Warcraft? Oh yeah, it's World. Of, I was. I thought like you were two, talking about. Uh, it's like two thousand four. Yeah, World of Warcraft, two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. Older games specifically, you know, because it's graphically intensive to change everything in lighting. Yes, they I just don't say, have yeah. lighting. Nope, it's just color palette, which is a lot easier. Not color palette, even. It's just a the. It's called universal lighting, or sometimes it's called universal lighting. Not to be confused with universal lighting from RTX technologies. From Nvidia these days, which is completely different, uh, but yeah, a lot of engines do that, which is the base base color of whatever you see. Oftentimes, it is black, pitch black, and then you have a normal, hundred percent lighting based picture. But you can just make it daytime by just making it brighter instead of pitch black, and it's just daytime, and you don't need to put any lights. I think most engines work like that. They didn't need lights. Just everything is kind of vaguely I would, illuminated. I'd prefer if the game just went pitch black at night. I like that. I just well, had yeah. to figure it out. I just had oh, to no, walk wait, around. Oh, no, wait, not like that. that. You just had to carry a torch around. Uh, no, no, no me. torches either. Torches don't work. Just pure black. Oh, you just like, want the screen. I mean, you can this is, yep. just turn off your monitor as easy to simulate. <laughs> no, because I, Welcome I to my, be my monitor's to... turned off run of Final Fantasy 14 where I'm going to do all the raids, but I can't see the game. Andrew wants to see the Discord overlay. I still want to be able to see my my gun and everything, but I don't want to be able to see anything else. <laughs> I don't want to know where I'm aiming at or anything. I just want to be able to see that I have a weapon in hand and that I am moving, and that's it. Uh, that's Stalker. In Stalker, <laughs> you cannot see anything, although you also can't see your gun. Stalker is such a underrated FPS. Shadows of Chernobyl, old Shadows Edition. You can't see. Yeah, they they really they really Nothing wanted but to like Shadows of Chernobyl. It, it's one of those games, early games, where they really wanted the lighting system to carry uh, carry the load effectively. And so, yeah, that global illumination setting is turned way down, and so you cannot see things, especially nighttime. Well, well, it's like nighttime is it's, you're just blind. It worked a little better with CRT screens, I suppose. CRT screens were different in uh, low light. I feel. 
Might be wrong. Or are you guys too young to have CRT screens? Um. Uh, for which one? I mean, I, I doubt it. You had CRT. You didn't. You never had a CRT screen for a computer. I think. I oh, did. I did. Yeah. It's like the big, like the big beige yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. CRT mine was a big fat screen. Mine was black. My what? first screen. I had a black like CRT like, screen. Like it didn't display anything. Like no, it was black I mean, screen. The it wasn't time? beige. I mean, it wasn't beige. It was black. It was a Samsung thingy. Oh, okay. Um. I think mine was just whatever came with my computer. I think it was like a regular gray gateway or e-machines yeah. monitor, whatever. Um, gateway is still around, speaking of old companies. No, my, my first computer was an e-machines. I remember because I... Because <laughs> uh, it's like it's such a fucking trash machine and it didn't make sense that you could just legally sell that to people. Mine but, came with free video I, games. I remember that whole fucking experience going into yeah. a GameStop with my hard-earned money as a child and be like, I saved up enough for a video game. I can finally have my own computer. And me and my brother will stop fighting over who gets to play fucking uh, Diablo 2 on the same computer on the same dial-up connection uh, with a fucking egg yeah. timer and shit. And it's like, I'm going to have 15 my minutes. own <laughs> And it was yeah. mostly just to play Diablo 2 and you? World of Warcraft. But there was definitely, like... You... Like, I remember having, like, a fucking... Like, I had, it came with, like, Tropico. Like, one of the Tropico games. And, like, Command & Conquer Red Alert or something. Because, like, I bought it at Best Buy. And they gave you... They, you'd, like, have to pick out three free video games from this one, like, shelf to come with your computer. Hmm. <laughs> Wasn't there Red a... Al Red Alert is a good game. Tropico, nah. Not so much. Oh, right. Okay. I was thinking, like, couldn't at... you... I thought you could have multiple... I thought you could have multiple computers on one uh, dial-up line. And, uh, well, the thing is, we had one computer, period, back then. Oh, oh, it was like oh, It was like gotcha, this gotcha. big fucking progression. You'd be like, oh, my God, I can have my own computer. There we go. That change. This is This will change everything. Because up until then, it was yep. like shared consoles and shared computers, and you just had to, like, cohabitate your hobby with your sibling the entire time. So being able to like split off entirely was like a big thing and uh when my brother got a computer he just never looked back so at that point just all the consoles pretty much were just mine <laughs> uh because he never <laughs> wanted to do anything besides computers anymore and like not even like light well it's not like he like spread out into the vast breadth of pc gaming like I've, I've, I think I've consistently played more PC games than he does. It's just he just plays like two games forever. That's the trap of PC gaming. And like he pretty much like he pretty much played Diablo two yeah. all the way up until like from launch all the way up until when they remake it. Like it's just always Diablo really? two forever. Man. Like that's dedication. And uh, World of Warcraft for a while, and usually he's always excited about what this or that MMO, which. It's like a hell of a trap really. to fall into over and over again because it's like it's always <laughs> it's like, weird. wow, this MMO looks kind of interesting. And then you play it for like two weeks and then you go back to like World of Warcraft or something. <laughs> like I, I remember like I, I remember going through that loop like the first like three times and I'm like, he's still doing it. He's still like getting hyped up about Ashes of Creation and sending me videos about like all the all the crazy stuff about it. And I'm like, I look at these videos and it's just like all these are is like all they're promising is like progression systems or like time sinks. Like none of this involves 
gameplay and an argument why the gameplay is fun and i'm like wow you fundamentally look for different things than i do because <laughs> at no point does this ashes of creation like fan channel that's obsessively covering their stuff because they made a job out of being their pr arm uh because that's what people do is they preemptively hype games for years and make a living off of hyping somebody else's game like destiny or ashes of creation or whatever and it's like it's like oh wow look at all these amazing fucking time sync systems you can have uh the, the world's divided into nodes or whatever the fuck and it's like yeah what is game fun the world's divided into nodes i'm like that's not what i'm asking <laughs> look at how big the map is you but can like go while, up to level 100. Like while he's anticipating Ashes of Creation, he's also like, oh my god, Amazon's new MMO. And like, like, like he was making a big deal about that a few days ago. I'm like, <laughs> good luck getting in. I can't. Is I'm that, so tired. I'm so tired of this, where, like, chasing every MMO. Is that MMO the one Bird is working on? No, no. it's already out. No. Uh, new World. Oh, New World. Oh, I keep seeing uh, news about it breaking people and being bad. Just bizarre well, things just, like people being invulnerable. Uh, things about how like if you die, like supposedly if you die too far from a campfire, you have to wait a week to respawn or something. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I mean, so the problem is just one: it's a brand new game. Like, and Amazon you know, is the poor, and, poor company that doesn't have computers. They don't understand well, computers very well. I mean, it's mostly just again every brand new game made in modern times is not going to be nice to play on the first day. It's always going to be an absolute shitstorm yeah, mess for like the first couple of months. And then secondly, it's an MMO, which means it's an online game with a bunch of shitty bugs and problems that you have to play with uh, a bunch of but other people. But it's also a genre that's kind of designed to torture you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's but it's also an MMO. It still so. is just like this, like the loop of just being like, I'm, this isn't it's that the same fun, game. but there's a bunch of goals you haven't accomplished yet. And don't you want to do that? Everyone else is it's doing the them same faster. same game from 2004. They do not advance. It's the same game. Incredible. To an extent, yeah. But hey, I mean, Final Fantasy XIV only... has unlockable dances, so <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the real advances. It's stuff like you can you can Which honestly customize like, every game, please. <laughs> yeah. That's once, also that. Once I realized the the mechanics of the grind at the uh, the golden saucer in Final Fantasy fourteen and how relatively achievable the dances were, I'm like well, this is my project for a week. <laughs> Just poking at this occasionally until I have the money for those things because I want the dances. That's like the most satisfying thing in all of Final Fantasy XIV is getting another dance. Like nothing else matters. I don't give a... That's oh, a another mount game. that's ugly. Great. <laughs> another over-designed nightmare Final Fantasy mount because I've read older monsters are just... It's it's so spaced out. Like there's 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 creature designs I like, but it's like one out of every fifty, and like every I think armor pieces are like one out of like a thousand. Like so much of it's so <laughs> ugly looking. But dances. I want to make my big doofy dumbass character have more dances. He does. He has the bees knees now. Dance. I'm gonna do the bees knees tonight during the Final Fantasy stream. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The biggest dance like dances, is the dances at that golden saucer are not that good. There's the the best options require you to like get invested in something. It's I don't know. Their MMOs are kind of a they, there's a lot of time where they're just like huge sinkholes and you get like brief nuggets of fun when you're playing with other people. But Yeah. Then it goes back to being like, why does this game exist? What am I doing here? Why am I doing this? I should just not 
and then you like play with friends and you're like okay well, this is fun i guess and then that's why i pretty like, much no. exclusively do that yeah it's but it's yeah it's so it's just really infuriating to try to to see like people jumping off of one to another and i get it maybe if you're following your friends sure but it just feels like really silly where you're like okay well so this game is only that you know again it sounds stupid because that's the whole point but the game is only as valuable as the people you have to play it there with. are people who for and, who video games are basically just a series of experiences that you grind through like they're grinding things and you like complete the grind or whatever or get or get distracted by a different grind and like fundamentally like the experience of like the value of a game is measured by how long it is essentially and like the money aspect and so on like i had a conversation with marty at one point yeah when i was playing alien isolation and i complained that it's too long because it is <laughs> and uh yeah I'm, a little bit a little and bit. and he, he gave me this face like does not compute at the idea that a game can be too long like the idea that like a 20 hour horror experience might be a little poorly paced and like nightmarish at some point uh because he all he does is play like mmos and factorio and valheim now and stuff like that like it's always <laughs> like these infinity games that are some of them are the mmo grindy stuff and some of, <clears throat> ah fuck Bless and you. some of them are like a different like <laughs> completely different uh like the the crap the open world crafting games or the the factory games obviously but it's always like these like these games you just play forever. And that's like just what games are. People like fundamentally express experience games differently. It's like you have people that only like there's just is this the trip this there's the stuff that's announced at E3 and then other video games don't exist. It's just the E3. It's stuff you can buy in a store on a shelf. And all other video games, nothing. <laughs> Indie games, what are those? No. What what part of uh Alien Isolation did you think needed to be cut? not to be that long i don't remember it's been too long now it's just too long <laughs> it's just an inherently it's just a, it's a game that's designed yeah. to be it's like exhausting in its concept like to be yeah. endlessly stalked all the time every second of every day like that's just the entire game's experience and it just keeps going for so long and the it game does. If from what I remember, the big game barely has a plot. It's just a series of contrivances of what the next thing is you have to fix or get past or whatever. So like I'll never mm -hmm. know. The answer is any of it. You could just cut any of it. Just just pick just pick some. It, it's a little bit if, like if that, there's isn't some it? if there's some narrative elements you want to keep, just move them. <laughs> it was, yeah, it, it's a little bit like that. I feel I feel like that it's, it's okay it, to be long. It's like one of those navigational games where like any of the hallways could just be a different hallway. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the hallway is. It's just they just made that it's particular level as a puzzle. I think I think there are some memorable levels though. Specifically, uh, that area where you get stuck in a room right before you get the flamethrower, and there's the the last part of the game. I think is a really nice stretch after you get kidnapped. Uh, no spoilers or anything, but <laughs> that last that part, part lasts for like, <laughs> ah, it's fine. You it's you can't tell. It's like two or three hours. Like you, you think the game is over. <laughs> you you you, th you get to a point where you're like, oh, this is about to end. It's like, uh, I did like oh, big big challenge up ahead, and this is like the last level. And nope, there's three three hours of content after that, or three or four. That can be such a gut, as... that can be such a gut punch for it's, pacing is when you think yeah. the game is about to end, and then it's like, yeah. oh, no, this is Act Two now. Like, oh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what that game does. And it, well, the thing is, I think because of the way they designed the alien. It is a very exhausting game, and the fact that it is long is, is part it? of that exhaustion. 
Yeah, it's just you. Like oh, if you I'll play that know. on hardest difficult, you'll never play. You're never gonna play it. Well, I did, and the game wouldn't let me, so I never played it. <laughs> we have. Did it uh, launch? What? No, we. <laughs> we. I think I've heard we had, we had a playthrough of the game before I. Like, I eventually did it myself on my channel, but we originally had a playthrough on Sad Games that was stopped, mm -hmm. and uh, it just did not go anywhere. <laughs> it was not I going I couldn't well. go anywhere! What was I supposed to fucking do? The monster literally would not leave. It was yeah. stuck at the goddamn door. I could not get past it. I, just I can't... It was kind of stuck, but it's also like a thing where, like, I think that maybe... Alien Isolation is really hard to do multiple commentators on. Like, it's it's a little too distracting, so you can't figure out how to solve this, like, mm -hmm. oppressive yeah. alien. Like, the alien is just so much <laughs> that you need. it takes 100% of your attention yeah. just to figure out what the fuck to do to get past most of the game. Like, which is part of why it's I, exhausting. And he cheats. Like, and you know he cheats. <laughs> oh, yeah, it definitely teleports around. I mean, just, just yeah. con conceptually, the levels are really big, and it's always near you. Yeah, and it's like okay, it magically knows what zone I'm in, and isn't like oh, you made a noise all the way over there, and I gotta run across the whole map to get to you or whatever. It's like, and you can like get away in time or whatever. That's... It's like no, fuck you. Do... If you fuck up and ever make too much noise, it pretty much just kills you. It'll just materialize uh, out of any spawner and get you. Not quite. I mean, not even without the the flamethrower, you can make noise and evade the alien, but it is really difficult. And you and it's it's actually the most in my in my memory anyway. That part of you making noise and evading the alien is the most cheesable part of the AI. Everything else, they did such a good job making it well, feel like... Well, it also depends like, on your difficulty you know a lot. Like, I played it on hard because, uh, yeah, yeah. by all accounts, I heard I the game was, like, yeah. embarrassing on other difficulties. Like, it was, it was like, barely oh, really? a video game. But, like, I watched... Oh. Uh, I watched the previously recorded episode on it, which is, like, a spinoff from the Red Letter Media people. And, like, they mm. played it on, like, normal or whatever. And, like, the, the AI was just completely brain dead the entire game. And they could just, like, look it in the face sometimes. And, like, the game was trivial and easy the whole way through. And it's like, all right, well, that's enough indicator that I should do my let's play on hard. <laughs> I played it on it maximum just, difficulty. And it just... That doesn't, the, my, doesn't my sound like a very well-made AI if that's, like, the varying degrees of it. It's just Yeah, either, that's a constant yeah, thing. Is that just, like, it's, I, I, it's one of the reasons I hate uh, difficulty modes. Like they're, they're, obviously, we had a whole podcast discussing like the upsides of them. But one of the things I don't like about difficulty modes is just as a let's player, but also just as a gamer, just playing in a vacuum too. There's always this experience of like, am I getting the intended experience? Is this the right one? If I, no matter what mode <laughs> but it I doesn't pick, really I'll, matter. No matter what I, mode I pick, I'm told I pick the wrong one in games. But the thing is, like I should have played Dead Space on a higher doesn't... difficulty, and me having like just the a smallest margin of challenge in any Doom game always leads to condescending people telling me that I should have picked a lower difficulty and, and that I need to switch and so on. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, I'm supposed to die in this game. It's, I, I think the intended difficulty, that's that's a, a pitfall. It doesn't matter who what the developers intended. Did you have fun? And that, yeah, but I don't want... But the, well, the, the problem I have is that I'd, I'd want to just play the game once and have that's, the yeah, good experience. I, I don't want to like, it's like the fallout thing. I don't want to like make a character play for like half the game and then be like, Oh, time to start the game over and have the real experience. Cause <laughs> I fucked this one up. It's like, that sucks. I don't want that. I want to, I want to take whatever suck. character I did make and like solve through it and have some kind of like unique experience as a result, which I guess I technically did, but not one that was like well-made. 
Like my Fallout experience uh. was not like interesting beyond the experience of being like I've played this game 70 times and look at what this dumbass did <laughs> like if it wasn't interesting for <laughs> me I, I almost every single area I got like no story yeah well I barely met got, anybody uh, <laughs> it's you you might be underestimating uh, or overestimating just how much story Fallout has yeah, well, it's because people always hype it up as being this rich, fucking, incredible experience, and the master is the best to construct a fucking uh, encounter is, with any one ever, and he's so just so deep. But the rose of the tinted the new games are all bad is, is, because this was the super deep and depth one that had no. more of everything. It's it's really like well, obviously three exists, so they're lying. I've got some There's I've a... got some serious shade these days at all the people. Hyping up like three in New Vegas compared to the first two. <laughs> uh, yeah. or, I'm sorry, uh, hyping up the first two compared to three in New Vegas because I'm like, oh. mm, you've uh, I feel like you guys are lying no. a bit about the, the strengths thing, the and weaknesses about, of both of these games. The thing of the old fall, the thing about the old Fallout's and old RPGs in general is that it really wasn't like even though there was a focus in replayability and different solutions to the same quest it was the case like it's very much the case that there was the optimal solution for every quest so the moment you figure out how to optimally sol solve any quest in the game you have the one playthrough i feel like the problem and with that, games that, that are that old is the fact that uh deus ex and bioware like irreparably like improved the genre and they and their shit wasn't around yet and so like everything from before those two games like, nah, like Deus Ex improved so. the gameplay of a lot of shit, and Bioware like encouraged having these like in-depth storylines with companions and arcs and all that. And before that, it's just like, hey, I'm a guy with a leather jacket. Hey, you want to come with me? Yeah, I guess I'm bored. I will now never be a character what? ever again. The end. Oh, I died in that one random field. That's my ending, I guess. What a narrative. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> Thanks, well, you Ian. The sad music. Like, I don't think either, either Bioware the game, games. The, the game doesn't even—he doesn't even look different from other people. He's just a random guy in a jacket, and you're <laughs> fighting thirty people with jackets, and you're like, "Oh shit!" I think Ian might be one of the corpses, but I can't tell. <laughs> well, Fallout One and Two aren't isn't—they're not games like Deus Ex or the or Bioware games. They're not made the same way. They're uh, they're be they're like, yeah, it's not like, yeah, in a way it is <laughs> like. The, the the process of discovery is what I was saying. Like it's until you figure out how to beat a quest in a certain interesting way, you didn't really get all that you had to get from that particular quest, right? Because you didn't get like there's like this special ending where you can like hijack the strain or whatever, or get your card all tuned up, or there's a zombie that cures your other zombie or whatever. Um, and, like, all that stuff is hidden if you didn't figure it out. But the moment you do, the replayability value of those games just tanks immediately. Because the quests are more about that that sort of, like, everything is Because you just play the game over and over again until you find the one, like, actually interesting way to play the game. And then it's like, well, I saw mm -hmm. it now. The end. It is a little bit like that, yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I think it I is very much like I was surprised by how handholdy the game was. Like, uh, in, in that, like, there's so much, like preamble about how like this is the like by the like people hype it up as being this kind of game where it's like 
we're not going to hold your hand anymore. Like, you got to actually, like, be good enough to beat this game. You got to make all the right choices. You could completely ruin your playthrough, which I'm sure, like, if you fuck up enough is eventually possible. But, like, I fucked up pretty bad in a lot of ways. And what I mostly realized is that game has two systems that are basically fail-safes that just beat the game for you. For the first half of the game, you just have companions that can just win all the fights for you. And for the second half of the game, you get power armor that just fundamentally changes how stats work and like just but breaks also, the game the thing is fallout 1 isn't really about the combat and you can tell that but because it is and that that's all that you pants. have to beat to win well but yeah but your character was all about the combat i didn't even want to like, be he was about science <laughs> i made a science boy and i was like i'm gonna have like science dialogue it's like that's not apparently that's not what fallout 1 is nope that's speech it's what speech it's fucking about. stupid <laughs> It is. It is a yes. It is very obtuse. But you, what you That's said, what was like good you about New Vegas, is your skills had fucking they they would show up and give you new dialogue options for all the different skills, and it was like that's like that's the one thing that's how that Fallout every does better. That's how every dialogue much, system should be for skills. Is be like, oh, I have expertise yeah. in this. This that's is my the one chance. Thing that Fallout Three brings to the fore in any Bethesda game, but also in the Fallout franchise, is that it actually cares about what skills you have in the dialogues and yeah, the options. Yeah, but, but the New Vegas made it better because it was just like, oh, yeah, I do know about because that. It's and then, it would, just, and then well. it would just happen. Whereas in Fallout New yeah, 3, yeah. it was like, oh, no, I got like a barter skill. Or uh, technically bartering is a bad example because it's a, it's a persuasion type interaction. But like, it'll be like, oh, yeah, I got mm -hmm. an engineering skill. Let's roll the 12% chance of whether I know this thing or not. It's like, you just do or you yeah. don't. How It's just you're good at engineering or you're not. It's not a fucking also, dice the roll. lines... Also, the lines are so badly written. Fallout 3 has some of the worst lines, skill lines specifically. The, the worst stuff. It's so consistent. All your skill lines is written like the writers were completely out of ideas. And it's, uh, it's just like they, they know the story they want to tell, the, the, the story about what they want to say. It's just, you know, it's normal writing. But, but they're just but so in tired. Comes science line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Fallout 1 is just, and Fallout 1 and 2 are just, they're different. They're games from a different era. I think, like, even if you compare it to the Bioware games that happened, that were happening at the time, you see the same principle of uh, quests. Like, you, if, I, I don't think you've ever played Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Nope. Yeah. If, if you play them, there's a lot of quests that you're just not going to figure out how to solve. Well, maybe not a lot of quests, but there's going to be some quests that you're just going to be like, well, I don't know how to advance. Either you look it up or you don't do it. And a lot of the replayability of those games is precisely in figuring out what to do to figure out some quests out. So it's like a puzzle in a, you know, there's puzzles as well. What I do games, is I just vibrate anxiously for two hours and then edit it out. And I'm like, I did it. I found the jankiest yeah. solution to the bullshit. Yeah. Just have to load but, but, like, the same save but, and talk to the master again for an hour, and then I'll finally beat the game. <laughs> it's just because you needed a hundred and thirty percent speech. I think I haven't watched the the whole of the last episode. I only watched the the rambling after because <laughs> it's difficult for me. I I, I feel the compel com, I feel compelled to comment on every second, and I'm like no. Seriously, it's difficult. It's you can just do an entire impossible. let's play that's just you talking shit over my let's play. <laughs> yeah. Do it. 
professional let's player watches yeah. professional let's you player see, play video game. You see, I beat of Time 17 times, and I can't believe it took you 30 seconds longer than than the medium to realize that the music direction is how you go through the Lost Woods and the... <laughs> but, like, uh, what I said a couple of weeks back, or maybe last week, is I still stand by it. You did, you did very well. I have done... So many bad, 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 bad things in Fallout 1 and 2. So many bad choices. So many, like, dumb, dumb things. And I think everybody... My biggest, that, my that, biggest regret is I didn't save dog meat by locking him in a random room and then leaving. <laughs> like, I think losing your companions in that game is part of the fun. No, I just, I just dropped him off. They just go work at that shop now. Except in the epilogue that town got wiped out. Maybe <laughs> yeah, they left. Well, yeah. But that, that's the that, thing that was a guy that pissed me off, and, it, and so I shot him in the face. And so that was just an empty building now. And uh, I just left my two companions there. They just get to chill. I think there was more. I, I found out later that there was like a there's a Junker Town companion that I literally didn't even register existed as a person. I have <laughs> only hired that companion once. Like and I just, don't remember when it was, but I was very young. The game, those games just have I massive crowds of people, and you can't tell like who matters ever. Yeah, you just need to talk to everyone. Remember how old games used to say but talk to everyone? Yeah, but it's so That's hard why. to talk to everyone because you can't. You think you did. I tried you to talk to everyone to in everyone. every town, and I couldn't tell. At some point, you can't tell who you have and haven't talked to. And it's half true. of them walk it's around, true. and they look the same. And you're and you're on camera, so you can't do what everybody does, which is just do it over and over and over yeah, and over again. Just obsessively, just, like yeah. a fucking lunatic. Obsessively. And then, like, yeah. a lot of the dialogue is really not memorable, so you're just like, have I had this conversation before? <laughs> <laughs> so then if you try if you try to brute force it for hours and then edit together later you're like is this a new conversation do i put this in <laughs> i can't i need to check my footage yeah it's a huge pain in the ass but yeah like people no. why don't you find every secret in every game it's like oh yeah why don't i just grind my face against every single wall of every single room and mash a for hours <laughs> that's compelling people don't get no, People Fallout, don't get that very like, basic element of why we behave this way. In my completionist playthrough, I think I got everything in, in Fallout 1 in my completionist playthrough. But in my completionist playthrough of Fallout 2, I still didn't get everything. And I had, I looked at walkthroughs. I know the game back and forth. And I just and I still messed up every once in a while. Because it, it's like it's those are really hard games to, to max to finish like full full on all secrets. Oh yeah. It's like how it's really stressful to try to do all the storylines of all the characters in a dark souls game even if you think you yeah. know them because yeah. it's just like <laughs> exactly every time you defeat any boss you're afraid that you're accidentally de defeating the boss that breaks somebody's question because you didn't talk to them in the right place yet or something mm -hmm. or you it, didn't upgrade your pyromancy flame it's so arbitrary <laughs> i didn't i just i just uh remember that the other day that you need to upgrade your pyromancy flame to level 10 to unlock a, cam a companion that disappears in a very very early boss fight <laughs> if you fight a very early boss fight which is the spider lady the that that one npc disappears and, and upgrading oh, yeah. your pyromancy flame a boss is that can be made even easier difficult. by the the uh master key oh yeah i didn't even think about that oh yeah i did it oh, i did God. a in my in one of my dark souls playthroughs just to fuck with the play the uh play order i uh i killed four kings before i went to an orlando and uh, I think I made it so that the uh, spider lady, uh, Quaylag, was my first boss fight after Asylum. So I killed the mm. Asylum demon and then I killed Quaylag. 
because it's like this is how yeah. weird this game is especially with the master key but also just in general like it just you can play it really strangely once you know where everything is but also a bunch of npcs don't spawn because of that yeah no it, it does weird things there's also a really funny detail that it, like it takes a while you have to you have to you have to talk to solaire and they have to talk to Lautrec, and in order to use Lautrec during the Gargoyle boss, you have to, like, leave and come back, basically, and talk to him back at your town. And then, like, after some after a few checks, he then shows up as a summoning sign. Like, it's easier to mm. find the, the Gargoyle boss than it is to find Lautrec in the first place, so it's easy to just miss the opportunity <laughs> to, to know him yet. But if, you know, if yeah. you've met Solaire and Lautrec, then you can summon both of them for the Gargoyle boss, and then just watch as they beat it for you. <laughs> Like, you don't yep. have to help at all. It's really fucking funny. Especially knowing that, like, the genesis of YouTubing was me and Andrew playing Dark Souls 1 and, like, it being such an ordeal trying to beat, trying to beat the Tauros Demon and trying to beat the, the Gargoyle and how, like, mind-blowing it was when we finally beat the Butterfly on our first try. It's like, oh my god, we beat a boss easily. This has never happened. It's always, like, an all-day ordeal. Mess nightmare. So <laughs> having this, like... Having all this a background lot of games... like anger at those characters and then just fucking like slaughtering the uh slaughtering the gargoyles without even fighting them was just fucking incredible. A lot of old games have that mentality. Like Seth, I keep going back to Baldur's Gate, but Baldur's Gate has that. If you play a spellcaster in Baldur's Gate, all you have to do is cast the right spells. And you you don't even need the rest of your team, because Baldur's Gate is a party-based RPG. You have a like a team of six. And all companions that talk and you know, all that. Uh, but if you have one spellcaster with the right spells, you just cast them and that's it. And it, you kill everything. It's just like, it's easy mode. It's not. It's really difficult to figure out what right spells are. But if you look it up, look them up, which I can't say I did. I figured them out by myself and people in chat helping me out. Um, but it's still... And, and Fallout 1 is the same. Like Fallout 1 and 2. It, uh, like, I, I, can, I can... I know the ideal way to beat the game. I, I never have a hard time with it. Are you telling me the ideal thing and... isn't to like disable vats on your entire character and then specialize in using no. a sniper rifle? <laughs> that is bad. That is a bad thing. You need to shoot them in the eyes. Always. And yet, master dead. <laughs> master, exactly. It's what I'm saying. Like it, you did amazing. Mission accomplished. Although you did also amazing because you just you really were very resilient with the amount of stuff that you had to go through <laughs> off camera. <laughs> That is, yeah. uh, I had a real low point when I with the glow. <laughs> I was just so sad, <laughs> just trying to find out where the, the fuck the Brotherhood was sending me, and all their instructions being unclear, and then finally going there and not having the rope, and then loading an old save and going yeah. back to where my that where my box was where I left all my random shit, and then being like, oh yeah, I should optimize my gear and so on, and then going to the glow and then realizing I still didn't have the rope. <laughs> And be like, oh, fuck. And like every time you do one of these trips, it's like 20 minutes of random encounters and bullshit. And it's just like, I just want to go to the glow with a rope. Then ever then so many comment threads are about how I didn't explore the glow correctly. And I'm like, I tried all the doors. That was all of the glow. What? What? I don't. There's I don't an even, extra I don't elevator I'm where I missed. Sure that you missed. You missed the like a. Eh, it's an I, interesting I'm pretty dialogue. sure. I'm pretty sure everything there didn't work or was locked. It so gets like, activated later. The, the fuck it's, is, it's the one fuck of those things later. Like, on a replay, no, in the like in the very last part of the game, of the of the level, you just have to double back around. I think I don't remember exactly, but it's one of those things. Like the next time you play the game, how would you know? Which I'm sure you will that. do. 
because uh, you just are obsessive when you explore. If you do that, <laughs> if you're obsessive, you can find it all. Otherwise, you're not. I think it's unfair to expect people to find it. I didn't find it my <laughs> first time. It's like or the talk to every dialogue person prompt, except what they yeah. actually mean is talk to everyone three times, apparently, in the case of the glow, because I checked everything. There wasn't so much there. It was one U-shaped level, and that was the entire glow. If I remember correctly, you get in through level one, you go around the, the explosion, you find the key card, go to level two, uh, or you go directly to level three. No, I think in level two you have a key card as well. And then in, in uh, level three, you activate the generator, right? I don't Did know. you activate the generator? Because the thing, no, the you, objective you, with the glow, you, you you use a rope on that one piece of rebar yeah, or whatever the, the fuck to the enter top. the hole, and then it's just a U-shaped mm -hmm. level that ends in you getting the power. The, the oh, item you didn't you need go the down the elevator. Battery. No, everything you didn't go down the elevator. As far as I can remember, everything didn't work. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah. Um, so, so the I couldn't, reason I couldn't why get you didn't through any doors, doors were like locked and stuff. I th I I'm, I have to look at the video. Uh, there's one door that electrocutes you. You need to use. Uh, and even though there was it. just like no hint that and anything it, existed there and nobody level. ever told me to go there again yeah the low the the glow is one of those deceit uh deceiving quests because the objective is just to get a single item that's right at the start but if you dig deeper you get a huge amount of of, of level but it's also mostly it's, just it's really fucking weird retroactively because this game keeps giving you radiation items and it's the only place mm -hmm. with radiation in the entire game Ex exactly well, it's not the only one. There's another one, but it's it's. Uh, I think you get radiation in the. Remember those guys that sell guns in Atom, by the Deathclaw or after the Deathclaw, or did you not? Uh, find them? Yeah, there's like a toxic waste like river or something, but I don't think you could I walk. I think you in get it. radiation there. It didn't. It didn't give uh, me any radiation. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right. I don't. Think, yeah, that's true. The glow it is looks the only like place it you get should, radiation. but they probably didn't want to gate you there. Yeah, I don't know. Which just adds to the insult that Bethesda made Fallout 3 be just Fallout Radiation Edition. I mean, radiation. <laughs> I mean, I feel I, I feel like the, it's the opposite. It's it's Bethesda honoring a mechanic that was underutilized because they, the original Fallout game showers you with radiation items even well past the point where you've already played the only radiation location, and it's just like, yeah, more radiation yeah, items. This will come in handy someday. You better use your limited inventory space to carry these around for no reason. And it's like, eh, the game ended. There was no radiation ever. The, cool. <laughs> you do receive radiation from traveling around the world because there's uh, radiation storms and stuff. But it's very... I don't little. think I, I ever sure encountered radiation it. and I had a bunch of redundant traveling all the time. Most of just encountered that one fucking... that one merchant that doesn't really sell anything but he gives you instruct... he basically just gives you directions to towns that you... but I only met him after I'd been to everyone... But then I met him like seven mm -hmm. times and it's the same conversation <laughs> and that's the entire encounter. Yeah. I also like the it's one where you just spawn and nothing's there and you're like, I. Oh, that, that's the good is, encounter. Is anything happening? No enemies. Is this an encounter? No What's enemies. happening? And then you read the text that's and it's like, oh, rocks fall. You threw but they didn't hurt yeah. you. And I'm like, oh, cool. Those are the good encounters. In Fallout 2, what, when that happens, usually it's death laws around you. Can you, could, you could just not have an encounter if nothing happens. Fallout 2 has so many more. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Because <laughs> I have to, I still have to be like, oh, what's happening? And then like search the screen for context and then, you know, yeah. walk away slowly. Like I was I on my way you. somewhere and you just made it take a minute longer for, and nothing happened. And it's it, like, Fallout Fall 1 is one of those games that people say, oh, you can finish the game without killing anyone. And it's true, <gasps> but it doesn't. 
Oh, Shadow. Uh, but it does require you to run away from everyone in the yeah. wasteland. <laughs> in a very janky way, because all you do is walk, walk off to the edge of the map, and it automatically puts you in the wasteland. And just you can continue traveling. Oh, yeah. There was just a point where just because combat was so tedious that uh, I would just run to the border of the map during random encounters as much as possible just to not have to do more of it. Yeah. That's what I do all the time as well. That's just the way to play Fallout, honestly. Unless you feel like you find somebody tries to kill you and they don't have interesting gear, you walk away. Just walk away. That's what I do. I walk this lonely road. Shadow barked and Andrew left us alone. I think one of my peak moments of dumb was, uh, that might be his food arriving or something. One of my one of my my quintessential things of my run was the fact that like that's one of the title cards at the end that tells you like the epilogue refers to a character I never met and what happened to them. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck? Oh. Who's Tandy? Who was it? Oh, ta no, you you didn't met you didn't meet Tandy. I never met Tandy. Who the fuck's Tandy? Aww. There's there's Tandy's two. There are three characters in the first town. There's the doctor. The, the guards, I guess, is one character together. And there's the yeah. one talking head. Those are the three characters in there's all Arabeth. of Fallout 1. There's Arabeth, who's the leader. There's Tandy, yeah. who's his daughter. No, that, that other person doesn't exist. She's an epilogue there's the doctor who <laughs> the, There's the doctor. Uh, and there's the that guy that, that uh, joins you. If you tell him the weirdest line in the game. That that town is so, is so obviously poorly written it's weird you get, um, you get a part of the loot <laughs> he doesn't he didn't no, i think you say a piece of, of action instead you can say a piece of action instead and he's like okay and he joins you for 100 experience um piece of then action there's the... that sounds like he's gonna get laid exactly it's weird i don't understand um but uh then like, there's what are you the... bribing him with <laughs> there's the kids um don't you uh, want to follow the, this ass the, around, just all around the wasteland? There's that guy by the well that you tell to do um, uh, rotating crops in his fields. And I think that's it. I don't remember if there's anybody else. I wish that game had just been like... Uh, I got, like maybe people are just like, ah, I'd never touch anything evil. But like, there's some parts that could just do with an update. Oh, yeah. But the, that Fallout is Genesis. That's the beginning. Nothing was ever... Yeah, it's just such a bummer that there's like just that stuff before. that just isn't finished at all. Yeah. Like the fucking... Like the, the meat quest. Like, ah, eh, Soylent right. Green is people. And you're like, I'm going to confront this uh, this meat vendor. And, I, and I'm like... You bet you you better you better bribe me or I'm gonna tell everybody what you're up to. I'm gonna tell on you to the police. In I'm your, gonna I'm gonna in, narc on you. And then he's like and then you're like, like, okay, okay, how much do you want? And then you're like, this many, and you're like, like that's fuck you, that's too much. And then that's just the end of the quest. <laughs> and you're like, wait, <laughs> where's the part where I narc on? I, I can't go through in, with my th I, like I went to all the police and tried talking to them. I tried yeah, threatening him again. It's like, no, the dialogue's just dead. No one can talk to you. In your defense, you, you missed a few other quests that were like that, but finished. So there's there's more. But yeah, you're right. That one stands I out. Tried to because it's the I tried one so hard to talk to every, literally every know, NPC in the entire game. How the fuck did I miss so many quests? I know. I know. Granted, the but game I'm doesn't have a quest log, well. so that doesn't help. It has a fake quest log that has three quests in it. And, mo and they're not even like the important ones. I can't. Them don't go away I cannot despite... get over that. I think we talked about it last time, but still, like, yeah. 
The fucking scrapyard is such a dense location with so many factions and quests. And for all of the scrapyard combined, no, just the, scra the, scra the scrapyard, the graveyard, the 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 ribs. Oh, graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah, yeah, the yeah. bottom place is. Oh, yeah. The bottom yeah. place in the city is like one of the most dense locations with so many factions and quests. And the only quest that shows up in your quest log in the entire game is to fix their hydroponics plant. The least interesting quest that, uh, that I don't even uh, remember what that you. is. It's just a I don't even remember. You reach the farm and add it to him, and there's a random person that's like, fix our stuff. It's like... Oh, I remember. Yeah. I think you but, get a second one. There's a second quest for that, which has like, to do with the death claw. There's no uh, quest the to, like fix your uh there's no quest to upgrade your armor or your laser rifle there's no quest to uh find out what happened to that guy's son there's no quest to resolve the rivalry between Aditum and the whatever mm -hmm. the other people were called there's no quest to clear out the death claws for the people that want there the is... death claws gone like just Do nothing you can you believe can you believe there's actually you, you say there's only one quest there's a one quest for dealing with the death claw problem but it is a different instance of a death claw that isn't the one that you also solve related to that. And you don't solve it in that town. You solve it elsewhere. I don't remember <laughs> exactly how it is. But it's. I think it's the water merchants that keep complaining about their caravans going missing. Yeah, that's in the hub. That's the other encounter with a death claw. My first one. The, oh, which maybe I, I'm confusing. I defeated again. him by kiting him uh, for that's like how, half that's an how hour. Uh, yeah, kiting is kiting is life in Fallout. Yes. But yeah, like, the, and but and, and in, in case somebody forgot what I was talking about, I know these are all quests. I'm describing the literal quests that exist. Oh, of course, My point of is course. that none yeah, yeah, of them they're... are in the log, but there is a quest <laughs> yeah. log, and it's only the stupid thing no one cares about is there, and not the fifty <laughs> other things. It's like, what? How did this quest log happen? Who was it for? It's... Is it? It has like. Yeah. I spent the whole half the game thinking like it just has to be broken, right? It's just glitched. It has to be glitched. No, they just didn't program it. Why would you only it? program like three quests and they're not even the important ones? It's the game's so what? unfinished and it's like legendary. And it's like, can we just like slightly finish it? Just a little bit? Like just a couple quality life improvements, like finishing the quest log working. <laughs> <laughs> like just let G let the GOG people just like tamper a little bit just a little bit. just let them finish the there quest is, log please <laughs> there are uh, there are mods that finish the game a little bit more but none of them touch the quest logs <laughs> the fuck cuz the the people playing the games and playing with the mods they already know all the stuff they, they started they to memorize the whole game so fuck you <laughs> i think that is, that might be the reason it could be a technical issue though like it could be too difficult to make quest logs. <laughs> it's just like, why is this in this way? Video games are weird. It's... Video well, games are weird, yeah, and every RPG is janky as fuck. No exceptions. <laughs> no exceptions. Part of why I love the genre, they're trying so hard to make the hardest kind of video game possible, and they never make it. <laughs> it's always like this weird malformed nightmare with like a missing arm or something. <laughs> But we love them. I mean, I love them. Anyway. They will always have glaring problems from the translation to the, like the, the bugginess or to like and just like having that one major feature that you're going to have to engage with the entire game that just isn't done. <laughs> and will like it'll just get in your way every hour of the entire experience. There's always just something up. And sometimes it's funny and embarrassing and sometimes it's just confusing. Like mm -hmm. fucking... F 
like embarrassing being fucking Wasteland 3 saying Colorado Springs in the middle of the screen for our entire playthrough. <laughs> Holy shit. What? I, I think that was like the I best can't part believe. of the game. We played that game for months and it still never got patched. It just said Colorado Springs in big bold letters in the middle of the screen the entire Wait, game. But at least we knew where we were. <laughs> it, when you loaded the game, when you load oh no, because it, yeah. To me it only like when it we only happened. Close the game and go to the title screen, it would still say it on the title yeah. screen. It would say Colorado yeah, Springs. But when you exited the game and loaded the game again, it wouldn't say, right? Yeah, it, it would, it, we'd have to load into our first location, and then that location would be on the screen for the entire playthrough. Forever again, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like, Jesus I remember we yeah. had a, like our fever dream moment of, re of realizing the final boss was like clipping in, like he was like clipping into his vehicle and on fire while talking to us and on top of him, it said Colorado Springs. <laughs> it's just like so hard to take the finale seriously. <laughs> Look on the right like, side. There's like four things broken at the same time, not the least of which was that I like one shot his tank. Because <laughs> the game's uh, horribly Look on the right balanced. side. Uh, tomorrow, as of the time of this episode going up, uh, the second DLC is going to come out, so you can yeah. replay the game. Cult of the Holy Detonation. God. And we just like I'm skip sure to those parts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I should just I play anything else instead. That's the thing. It's like part of me wants to finish everything you about every game, including instead. every DLC for the games I play. But part of me is like, or I could play the next, or I could just play the next Let's Yakuza game instead, or something, or like Podelka or something. Like, why go back? <laughs> it's not worth it. You like, still have your saves. Like, why go back and play the fucking seventeen DLCs to Final Fantasy fifteen when I could play? Kodelka or something. Anything? Yeah, I I mean that's that's a good question that I think you've already found the answer to. Like if it's it was just, just like not. free time, like fucking around, who gives a shit? And I don't have to perform, then it's like kind of whatever. But it's like if you have to like film the episodes and schedule them out and be like, there it goes. Like me playing those DLCs, that's like a month or two of me not playing something else because I decided to go nah, back and play episode so Gladiolus. <laughs> The DLCs cool. are like nine hour, ten hour affairs. That's long. Uh, yeah, well, I suppose yes. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that means That's those fair. two DLCs are like an entire month of the of the RPG yeah. slot being dedicated to. Well, let's see how much lore they added to Wasteland Three, a game that was Wasteland Three the first time. <laughs> it the, the 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 multiplayer experience is is something I. I, I did experience some bugs, but not nowhere near, nowhere near like you. It's just the, it's just the fact that even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't buggy, it was just like not a very well told story, and the gameplay was balanced like just complete ass, and it was frequently was glitchy and broken. The story, the story actually baffled I, me. We wouldn't know because we literally killed every instance of it. Every the all these parts really where your relied... character's like at a doorway, but he can't shoot through the doorway, but he can shoot through a wall in the other direction for some reason. <laughs> I, and like, like the, animal I companion the... being the only skill that matters. I the I think the story relied a little bit too much on on people being ambiguous about the the patriarch. People being like, oh, maybe the patriarch." Yeah, is not good. having your just your decision made up immediately. Yeah, but why wouldn't is, your decision be made up moment, literally from the gate? Like the moment you the meet moment the guy, you you're saw like, the patriarch. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you see what the game is telling you. It's like it's very blatant. 
It's I feel like, like you don't get any room to breathe with that guy. The moment he shows up and he tells you, he's like, just the worst. Look, this yeah. Is yeah, he's just like, this is how it is. If you don't agree with it, then just get the hell out of Colorado. I'm like, I literally, I literally came here to get food. You're not yeah. giving it to me unless I do some shitty side quest for you. All right, so there's two options here. Either you want this done horribly, or you want me to kill you. And so me and it's Keith like decided the, we're just gonna both, do both. Both. It's like, like they did. Yeah. It was really funny how every time we killed one of his kids, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be so <laughs> mad if you do don't do that again." And then we kill another one of his kids. Like, "Oh, I'm so mad at you now." And he's still innocent. <laughs> still, still like he never fights you. You murdered no, every one of his yeah. children. And he's just like, "Oh, I'm so angry again." And he's like, he's so fucking toothless. He's so fucking and embarrassing as a villain. And in the moment it's time to fight him, we're just like one dude don't you okay, do we're it done, bye. he yeah. talks about us killing his kids like we're a cat knocking a glass off a table <laughs> basically <laughs> and what a shitty except villain we except and we do it like three times because he keeps putting the glass right it's, it's like the developers didn't understand the idea that we might already be predisposed against the idea of falling for like here's the guy that claims you have to do things his way or nothing will work out like he's the only thing holding this together and you have to do his his system and everything and we're just like immediately don't believe this shit that we met that we, <laughs> that we totally need the the, uh, the 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 king maker or whatever the fuck to like in order to save our people it's like whatever we could just take your shit we could this is gonna be this could be our kingdom now <laughs> also it's the, it doesn't even like, account to the fact that like we're we don't live here so yeah. like the regard like how this country how the state survives is of no consequence to us as long as we get our food and go because that's his, all we care about so like all if we just so have to bad. Yeah, and so like the only option was, hey, why don't you get one of my hyper psychotic and crazy children to run this country or, or the state, or you could just wipe us all out, take our food, and go. And it was like, well, one of those is a way easier option. I'm just gonna wipe your food. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm gonna wipe your your clan out and take your food. Like wh what are you gonna do? Stop me? In in the light of fallout and stuff like it, it has like some similar problems where it's like wow look at all these different options you have and you could just shoot anybody and there's all these things you can do and it's like yeah but you basically have to play the game a really specific way to have a good interesting experience and every other option mm -hmm. is as you have you misstepping of like building your character wrong or making the wrong choices or you know shooting an npc ever like the heavily advertised feature of being like wow that's what's interesting yeah, about that, us that, and but it's like yeah. only interesting in that it ruins the game uh like you just like oh, most of the options that are supposed freedoms just make the game less interesting and have less to say and even lock you out of content. Like we yeah, had such yeah. an obvious moment of like there's a giant Reagan robot, which is already bad. And it has a <laughs> kick the dog moment where it murders the adorable robot that you're sad that it murdered. And you're like, I'm just going to shoot the Reagan bot. Obviously, this is the most obvious raid boss moment ever. And then it's like, wow. You skipped 17 storylines and four zones. Then none of them work including, now. You go to the entire next zone after that, and they're already mad at you for a thing you did before you met them, so you never get to even interact with that entire zone. And it doesn't even make sense, that, that aspect that they get mad at you, because they really shouldn't yeah. be mad at you. Yeah, they no, just well, they're mad normal. at you because you killed a robot, the and the it's the weird the because evil, they're not mad the at the robot. The techno-cultist or whoever the fuck it was, people are, like, actively a problem for the robot settlement, and the Reagan bot is, like, the leader of all that mess. But they want mm -hmm. you... But, like, in, 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 you're only allowed to engage with the story if you, like, parlay with the Reagan bot, meet the robot people afterwards, because he's literally in the way of them, 
and then yeah. go back and be That's like a, do a I whole like a pro- I think it's like a rehabilitation of the Reagan bot quest or some shit. <laughs> it's like yeah. what the fuck? Shoot the and evil it, uh, yeah. robot. It's not that deep. They didn't even and the game developers didn't even think about the idea that we would do that cuz like the game they called him fundamentally Reagan. doesn't work as a game for like three zones if you do that that one like yeah. it's a good thing that fight took two hours to resolve because that's all the content we got for like three zones <laughs> they just are they just turn into yeah. a museum they, they just turn into museums where you just can't do anything you're just like oh look around all oh, those yeah. people here they're hanging out all right bye guys they're really pissed <laughs> see you in the epilogue slideshow <laughs> and that's like a third of the game right there so bad <laughs> don't do it like you gave yeah. us the option do you want to know something though about the dlcs if you the, the dlcs have uh two or three options major options for the the major quest line or at least the first dlc has and one of them or two of them the patriarch doesn't like that doesn't want doesn't like it if you if you choose it so uh you get more chances to go up to the patriarch and tell him you did something that he didn't like and then and he, he still doesn't you. do anything again he still doesn't do anything though yeah just the so. Patriarch is such a fucking impotent villain or hero or whatever the fuck you think he is based on your playthrough, but he's obviously the villain. He should be detached villain. from you. He should be like, uh, you couldn't talk to him. You could just like talk to him over the phone. And if you did bad things to him, he'd be on your ass or something or th- or so uh, throw people at you or something. It's also frustrating because we w- just saw a better example. Like I don't usually praise tyranny, but like the judge thing was cool. Why not? Uh, tyranny tyr- was great. Tyranny pissed me off because every single uh it, it misplaced all of its decision points. Oh, that it was yeah, really, that was really, 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 really restrictive about when you could make choices, and it loved to reveal information right after uh, you made your choice that would change what your choice is, but then not allow you to, to like be like, no, fuck you, I'm gonna hit you now and you're gonna die. Like you, you like one of the most yeah. pissed off moments I ever had was the the fucking guy that like reads with his hands and it's like <laughs> that guy's fun. Oh, I don't want to help this guy. And it's like, "Oh, well, you fuck you. You're you you got locked into this mission preemptively by accepting it like 30 minutes ago. So now literally everything that happens in this mission, you can't make any yeah. choices about. You just have to just play out and be like, oh, "Wow, are you the true villain?" And it's like, "I'm not making choices. I just there's one way to play this level. I can't do anything I else." Rem- I yeah, remember I, that. And that happened yeah. every level. <laughs> It only happened to me a couple of times, I think. Like almost every Mostly level, I'm like, like, "Oh, great!" Now I'm just cool. I love how in, in the moment I can't make any choices. I just gotta just sit through these environments where my character is just like cool with all the stuff for some reason. And it's like when I when I pick yeah. the side, uh, and I and of course it's like uh, you have to pick one of the sides. So here we go. Uh, but you're gonna pray. You don't you have the context for what you're doing. Yeah, that's that's a trick. They do that on purpose, and it's just very blatant. It's in like game. stupid spec ops shit, basically. Yeah, yeah. But you were going to praise it, though. Why? Oh, the judge. I already said. <laughs> it's it's like, the, it's oh, like be, Patriarch, but good. Because it's like, oh, it's the big yeah, thing that's judging your entire one. playthrough. Yeah. yeah. I would prefer if they did the Morrowind thing, where, like, as we were on our adventure and doing stuff, someone just casually kept coming into our combat to try and murder us. <laughs> Like assassins just kept the following one, the us. The assassin kind of 
sounds like you've installed the tribunal yeah. DLC, so we're gonna keep murdering you at random intervals when you're low level, and you're not gonna be able <laughs> yeah, to do anything you, about it. Fuck you. Yeah, that would be great. Like that would have been such a better outcome for like pissing off the patriarch. It's just like, look, just get rid of those guys in the shadows or whatever, and we'd just be able to like we'd be doing in the middle of a fight. We're just like, okay, we're gonna beat his ass. Like there they are, kill him. It's like integrated DLC. <laughs> oh, it was, sleep, but. He's going to sleep in the assassin at random intervals and just murders you. So it's like, I hope you saved yeah. recently. And then at the end, like eventually, like after a few hours, you're going to successfully kill one of them. And now you have like game breaking equipment. Yes, that too. It's not only super difficult to kill them, yeah. but when you do, it just breaks your progression for an entire armor. And then all the comments are all about how I'm ruining the game by wearing the armor that I fucking earned. By wearing earned. the armor that he gives you. Like the game was ruined no, by you, it being badly made. They did a bad what job. You, what you I, need to do is you need to the min, get the, the, min the gold. What do you mean? Don't read the gold files. I earned them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Morrowind is a brilliant game in that regard. Like how bro break breakable it is. That's good. I think that that is good. I like that. I like that you can jump for hours on end without stopping. And because you just install a shirt that eliminates stamina reduction. I mean, yes. the, weir the weird quirks of the magic that you have to work for are more interesting than a expansion feature just shitting on the entire game's progression on a whim and being basically yeah. unavoidable. And you just have to, like, on our system, decide not to use it, assuming you even know it's from an expansion, which why would you? Exactly. When you buy it any year other than the first year of it being out. But also, all you need to do is talk to one person in Evanhart. And they stop. You just talk to them, and it, and they stop forever. But by then, that damage is too late. You've already gotten yeah. bullshit assassin gear, and you're overpowered. Yeah, because you only need to kill the one, and you actually need to kill the one, otherwise you don't get the quest, I think. Because you need to tell him, Oi, this assassin tried to kill me. <laughs> and now I Oi. look like them. Don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally. <laughs> yeah. You killed my brother. Prepare to die. Well, that's the uh, that's the fun, right? Speaking of janky RPGs, here comes Elex Two. Can't wait, oh, man. I, I I've been reminiscing about Elex's writing, <laughs> and, and it is it is really bad. Is it true? If there's any truth to it. <laughs> what? It must be true if it's true. Is it true? Oh, Only true? you can tell. Write. <laughs> I have a highlight you know to send you, Andrew, of the game just shutting down in my face. Just, just word soup. Just nothing. Just like, it's like several glitchy interactions happening back to back, but also some of the dialogue is just on its own bad without that happening. And it's all happening in like 30 seconds. And I just lose my fucking mind. <laughs> I, I honestly, like, uh, the, the writing is consistently bad. Yeah, but, like, but, it's but like it's you shouldn't RPG. trust anyone out here. Like it's like a folksy, helpful. Like and then he attacks you immediately. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. But but like a lot of the dialogue, even though it's bad, it's like you know you get this quest, you complete this quest, you get this reward. It's all you know. RPGs have that sort of charm where it can be bad, but you still get somewhere. You get the things, but like the the problem is the game has sort. Of, I think the game has aspirations to be. To be more than just utilitarian dialogue for quests. And then at the end of the game, it's just, it just all falls apart. And I think I got, I got out of Elex with a better 
sort of, pardon the expression, taste in my mouth. Because, because you didn't I, play the epilogue like I did. Exactly. I didn't play the epilogue, which is like an hour and something of content after the game is ending. Yeah. It's just like bad, more bad writing. It's, it's all bad so writing. It's so bad because the game tries to like put a hat on what you did so oh. far. And it's like desperately trying to recap or react to the outcome of your behavior but not ha without having that many actual checks in the coding so it's like oh, there's yeah, like did, there's only like three flavors of ice cream basically so each of the factions <laughs> is either so mad they want to murder you or they're like in, in love with you now and it's just like a weird soup of random things happening and like and also you'll, you'll and some of them will just trigger like three consecutive conversations that all like clash with each other as they're trying to yeah. brute force resolve yeah. all of the things that have happened since you last talked to them and also let's not forget the voice acting i mean no disrespect for the actors they they work they they're i can't do better job than them but it was bad it was bad voice acting and the main yeah. character had bad bad it was bad it was, and it did not help. Like you can have bad writing if you have interesting voice acting, you, it can carry the game. But no, that one was just, I, 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 it's ingrained in my, in my head, the voice of the main character and him just saying the, <laughs> the most <laughs> banal <laughs> shit. He just says the most banal shit all day, every day. It's so boring to look at and listen to. <laughs> <laughs> you get a sequel out of this guy. Yeah, uh, if you yeah, wait, anyone who wants it. the context, you can look up on YouTube. Elex highlight, is it true? And you'll get just two minutes of what? <laughs> and that was like my closing experience with the whole game was was the farewell tour with everyone. So like that's that's my it memory of Elex more than anything else that happened. It's more it's my memory more than what the plot was about. Like I struggle to remember what the climax was, was and what the choices were or what the like the antagonist was sounds like a pretty good story then <laughs> I, I can't really no, tell you the plot of elex i pretty much just can tell you the berserkers existed and the outlaws the berserkers existed, and their which... obsession with technology it's like any technology and i just i that one of the berserkers so were much. the farmers weren't they they're like the the squeeze yeah, the animal like wood farmers br bridges and 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 uh and uh cross and I, I love ballistas. that the outlaws were just like a completely incoherent ideology oh, like they're so bad everyone else is like some kind of organization and the outlaws are just like it's like fucking they were so bad. it's 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 like a group from uh divergent got got into an rpg and like they're the oh parkour dudes and like what do you guys do Park we do parkour it's like wow that's a whole part of society it's weird but we're not nice <laughs> or smart have you, have you seen divergent <laughs> no, I know the premise though. Jesus Christ. Because yeah, it's like we're the smart technology people and we're the caregiver people and like there's all these different factions that make up society and then one of them's just like, we're the parkour people, we do parkour, we're so radical. But those are not the divergent. The divergent are the cool ones we that are. are. Yeah, they're not the divergent. people at they're the same just time. The, they're rad, you, the dudes. They're the teenage if you region happen to be a farmer faction. If you happen to be a farmer and smart, you're hunted down for your crimes. Yeah, because you can't have two personality traits. That's <laughs> insane. That's so dumb. I'm so sad there's not going to be a final movie in that series. I need to but, see it. But honestly, it better than Elex. It was honestly better than Elex. That premise God. and the execution. I feel like one day we have I to cannot... do a watch party of uh, the Divergent movies and uh, fucking Maze Runner. <laughs> oh God, I just remembered Maze Runner. I don't remember Maze. I don't know what that is. <laughs> was is it, it worse? It's the most 
it's might be the funniest YA movie series ever is Maze Runner because it just <laughs> like every movie itself is just insane as a concept, but every single movie ends with like a earth shattering revelation moment. And they clearly just like wrote it at the time and then just had to like deal with, uh, just had to like deal with it later, basically. And it's like, fuck, this is my, oh, I gotta deal with that now. And it's like, they're, they're, they're so fucking absurd. Like, it, I could never explain Maze Runner to someone. I just have to just show them to it. Here you go. It's, it's a ride. It's like the Zero Escape the movies. Like that level of like, wow. oh, that's the reveal we're going with for the end of this movie. Cool. <laughs> mm. One sixth yeah, gravity. I... <laughs> oh, and did you? I don't remember if you saw the romance scene with the. I don't remember her name. There was one companion. Who? So you always are a man. Your main character is always a man, right? And there's three women companion, if I remember correctly, and one of them had black hair. And I think you might be able to romance all of them. I don't remember. Did you see any romance scenes in Elex? Keith? Oh, I I barely remember Elex. Because there was one romance scene, I burst out laughing how bad it was. Because like from a just romance writing perspective, it was just so outstanding how bad it was written i mean the and idea then, that course, any of those characters you could possibly care about to do, to like romance <laughs> no you get points don't, don't you remember that you get plus five or plus ten like basically God. every time you did something for them it'd be a struggle to even piece together all the shit that happened in helix but oh my god there were so many that was an adventure. Like we have to, we desperately have to stop though. We're so over time. We do, we do. Yeah, because and then we've hit the Andrew, period Andrew's where we talk time. about RPGs for an hour, and, and Andrew's waiting again to, <laughs> yeah. to leave. <laughs> I just, okay, okay. I, I mean, I don't. I've never played any of these games, and I never will. So just yeah. letting you guys have a good time. You played that one though. <laughs> I, I, I guess I played a, a couple. I played a couple of them, but they're. <laughs> They're, they're games I try you to actively avoid. You better not murder any more of my children, or I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, it's. I'm going to be so to mad at you. Like it's. I. I don't know. I, I. They just are never going to be games made for me. They're just. Yeah. No. No, there are. There's Benji Kazooie. Go ahead. Benji Kazooie. Benji Kazooie. RPG. The fuck? Oh, is wrong games. With no, I meant like. Everything's an RPG because you play a role. <laughs> no. Just, it. Yeah. I don't know. The, 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 I just don't interact with stories very well stories are kind of like a, a a hindrance to me and what i want to do which is like play every game like doom and so when a oh, i had like, another encounter Wait. with a fucking r slash let's play person fuck we'll have to bring that up next time <laughs> oh god okay had, let's let's tune in next time to see what's so what, fucking what guys so fucking every time you can always smell them <laughs> <laughs> what? from their okay, from their okay, comment we'll, and how stupid they are you we'll, can tell who they are we'll from r slash let's play and then you like search it and you're like there they are they're in r slash let's play this is just a fucking cesspool. Next See. time in dialogue choices. <laughs> Unless we forget. Bye. 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 Bye.